Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash jreepodcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, It's a quaint little place. If you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Oh, that was, oof, that was your best ever, Kamar. They don't know how it is. They don't know. <laughs> that was very Monster Truck-esque. Back I liked it. Saddle. I like it. Back in the saddle, indeed. Um, welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. Uh, I am Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Hello to everyone on the Patreon. And Simon. <laughs> How is it going? Kamar is saying hello to seven people. <laughs> that's all <laughs> that's I acknowledge only, now. That's the only so greeting Anyone else giving. listening, just freeloading. I like that. I like that a lot. Loitering. Uh, for those of you joining us for the first time, uh, the premise is very simple. This is a podcast about a podcast. So if you don't like that, you can fuck off right now. Uh, we all listen to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. Uh, we're going to rate the week as well as each episode on a scale of one to five jamie vernons and uh then we're going to try to dive deep on some of the uh topics that they brought up give our own opinions so on and so forth uh how's everyone's week uh it's been a whirlwind blues fests concerts partying it's it's crazy but thanks for asking for those outside of the ottawa area blues fest i believe is the third largest outdoor festival in north america takes place yearly in ottawa that's what Kamar's speaking of. Been good times. Us girls. There you go. That was the best show so far. So far. Well, Kawhi's gone. Kawhi's gone. I, I, I didn't so is your boy Danny, it. Simon. He well, jumped ship real if, quick. If Kawhi's not around, we don't keep Danny. That's, yeah. uh, I was saying to the boys, I don't think Danny will be missed as much as Kawhi. No. I wonder how close... We were actually to actually land not. Kawhi and George. That was just a They had to trade uh, Siakam, Vanderfleet, Van and for Vanderfleet. Yeah, I do that. I, do, I make that trade. I think that doesn't happen because it probably was never really on the block, you know? Well, that's what they Because how do you not get rid of Siakam and Van Fleet for, for Paul George? I just don't think he's going to come to Toronto and play anyway. So I don't think it was ever a reality. That's mm-hmm. my opinion. I All I know is this. It... This is terrible for um, Canadian basketball. Canadian basketball in general, off, this is awful. Yeah, we needed him to stick around for... Well, it just shows you that if we can't keep a superstar after winning a fucking title, it's going to be real tough to get people... I mean, I mean, granted, he Kawhi had always said, I'm only staying for a year. He, he yeah, never sure. makes messages. I get that. I'm not, never, that's uh, not my point. My point is just that most people stay 
to try to do it again. They don't just, you know, well, I don't think it's ever that's happened. That's what Ice Cube said. We were saying we lost them or they lost them, but they didn't get anything because everything else got uh, snapped up in the uh, Yeah, and every good free agent madness. is now locked. Every decent free agent is now locked we, up for years. Toronto wants to say, okay, fuck you, Kawhi. And I saw a great, make uh, his new a great, great. I saw a great <laughs> there, quote Daffy. by Kawhi. Um, <laughs> a great quote by Kawhi, where, not by Kawhi, about Kawhi, where they were saying, this fun guy quietly bent the NBA to his will, you know? Yeah. <coughs> Maddie, is it possible that I, you can make me a little louder in my earphones? Yeah. Thank you. I don't know which one you're at. Two. Uh, perfect. Thank you. Maybe. Yep. That's great. Yeah, no problem. Um, anyway, we'll get off <laughs> basketball because we should talk, yeah, Joe. It was my, a light. My uh, week was great. Thank you, Matthew. Predictions for the NBA next year? Does Toronto make the playoffs? Oh my god! I well, they're gonna have a shitload of money. Does someone become available? Like they're no. At some point, somebody is gonna be around. Not to this sign. year. No, that's what I'm telling. You. I just said that all the good free agents are locked up for like the next no, four but, years. Oh, I see. Okay. This is our only hope. But somebody, you know, gets disgruntled somewhere, and you know, well, who you, knows? I think they make the playoffs. That's what I'll say. I like the squad that was there, and they they won without Kawhi. Hold on, I'll say this: they could. They're in the East. Making the playoffs is more than it's a possibility. It's getting out of the first round. That's the problem. Well, that's always that's always, historically that's always been their problem. But I mean, look, they won. That's yeah, they won. We're good to rest on our laurels Can't take that now away. forever. Yeah, it's just you know, it's like listen, when the Blue Jays won in '93 or '94, whatever it was, they kept the squad. They did it again. You know, you were there was obviously hopes that Toronto could keep what, it together. What I really didn't get about this whole thing, and then we can get off the of basketball, is why. Like, why wouldn't Kawhi just sign another deal? Everything it would still be waiting for him after that. That's what I year. always yeah. said. Just sign one more one-year contract with the Raptors, <laughs> and then you can... And then I piss mean, off. I think in his mind, though, he he was going to piss off Regardless. both LA teams if he didn't, mm -hmm. you know. Maybe the, maybe it wasn't there next year. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, Best no, case, Ontario, the Raptors limp into the playoffs somehow and Clippers don't even make the playoffs. Is it true that Kawhi said he didn't like being up here because he didn't like that the channels were different and he I, had to get a new bank account? I didn't hear that. Well, I heard that. Yeah, I could see that be annoying, though. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> All right, on to Rogan. I really find um, that the summer makes me so much happier. I know it's an obvious statement, but like... Well, it's not an obvious statement. A lot of our listeners... the shit out of me. A lot... Uh, Simon, you're saying that a lot of our listeners reside in California oh, and yeah. Australia. Yeah, so they have summer all the time. But that's what I'm saying. I was, you know, driving back from the cottage today, sun out, like, fuck, man. It's just, life's good. Are you thinking of becoming well, a snowbird? Knock on wood. No, I don't think so. I like I love Ottawa and I love Canada, but mm -hmm. just hold I, on. I, if I this really thing took off, we would move out. We would leave instantly. All three of us. All you're the only one with a family, so we have nothing to uproot. Well, my kids are almost grown. So. There you go. Are you telling me that if we got a sick, if this thing started getting like... No, I, I would. I would make a one-way trip somewhere, but I don't really want to live in L.A. Like earthquakes, by the way. By the by. I hope everybody's all right mm -hmm. in L.A. Tsunami warning this afternoon. But there was another one after, eh? A 7.2? Aftershocks. Yeah, there's always aftershocks. I was supposed well, to I saw after, the, the aftershock was bigger than the actual earthquake. That was another earthquake. It wasn't sure, but what I'm saying is there was aftershocks all the way up to Alaska after the uh, the initial one. I was supposed to watch that pool video with well, you. Then don't do we? Wouldn't we have felt it here? We're on a fault line. 
Well, no, because I think the yeah, just because you're on a fault line doesn't mean that because there's an earthquake somewhere oh, you get it. It was on the west coast. That, so. That's just such a weird statement. You can hear it. You can feel it all the way up to Alaska. Oh, right, because it's running up the coast. I got you. Yeah, I got you. They were showing. They had a map of like twenty, like all the spots that that it registered up the coast. It didn't include Canada because it's only. It was all places where weed was legal for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's why God's trying to punish us. Anyway, I think because of Fourth of July and the earthquakes, it was that was the reason for the light, very light Rogan week. Well, he did do the MMA as well. Oh yeah, okay, but still, just so he did do three yeah. his workload. But it was just Coco. Oh, and, and uh, he was doing the MMA this weekend. So yeah, he went to yeah. well, Vegas. That's a what is it? A forty-five minute. Flight? No, but I, he, I yeah, it's it, true. That's it, a good it point. It always seems like he we lose a day when he. Oh does. no, but Kamar, hold on. He had and to go. He gets hold half on. a million dollars. Kamar, an episode. he go, he he went for the whole weekend though. He had yeah. to be there for the whole weekend because it was fight week. So I think he left like Friday. Either way, we didn't get a lot of Rogan this week. Simon missed the fights, which were fucked. Ben, Ask, poor, ben Askren poor died. Simon. Yeah, poor Simon indeed. Anyway, uh, there was just two, so let's get into it. Joey Diaz was the first, and then we ended on a big one. So, Eric would you Weinstein. Like to guess the number, Matthew. No, first we're going to rate the week. Oh, okay, good. We'll start with you, Simon. What is that smile all about, Kamar? I thought you were going to say something else, and now I'm just, I was, I was still stuck in my, I thought you were going to say something funny. He looked like Poppy. He looked like Poppy <laughs> peeing on my couch this or something. This guy just wants to insult me. I no, feel it, man. I give it. <laughs> Last week, it was about my pointless stories, and this week, he's just waiting for a reason. Rate the week, Simon. Uh, I give the week a two episodes. Coco and Weinstein. I think it's a four. Kamar. I agree. It's a four. Uh, yeah. I guess that's fours across the bar. We have an agreement. Agreement. On a, on a two-man week, it's easier to yeah. I think so. To agree upon things. And Joey hadn't. Uncle Joey hadn't been on in a while. He's always good for a few quotables. And then Weinstein was three and a half hours of yeah. just fucking wildness. We'll get to that. All right, so we'll start with Coco, Joey Coco Diaz, Uncle Joey. <laughs> so I know I already yelled this to your from my car to your car on the way home from bowling. But um, that's hilarious when he's describing going to what he calls the tranny party. Yeah. And he, what did he say? I went to the head tranny. Oh, yeah. I went to the head tranny. And now, Joe, I'm eating the tranny food like it's nothing. <laughs> and then I started thinking tranny food. That's like uh, what? What does he consider tranny food? Hot dogs. I was going to say just food. Sandwiches, finger sandwiches. Trays. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a food that at one point was something and now is something else, i.e. Avocado guacamole. Oh, good one, Kamara. That's a simple one. I was thinking more jello, like it starts at a powder and it ends as a jello. Salsa. It's a transitional or, food. Or ice cream. Anything where it was, you know, liquid sure. to start and then you freeze it. I thought it was, Cheese. I thought it was funny, though, because that all started because at the very beginning he tried to make a joke about pride, about straight guys. That was hilarious. Going out the parade to have their assholes punched yeah. in. Joe didn't appreciate and then, it. And then Joe went on a 20-minute diatribe rant that ended up with, it's just with sports and stuff. And he's like, you know, Joey? And Joe's like, dog, what are you talking about? Yeah. He had checked out so bad that he had to crawl back and say, you know, bro, the other night I was walking to the Blues Brothers. And then got to reboot the fucking whole conversation. Simon, well, that was all the ones where it's all the weed. The, the transition, uh, the... The kids it, that are transitioning are ahead, it, are allowed to play sports in all the states where weed's legal. Oh, that's I what see. Joe oh, was okay. saying. Gotcha. 
gotcha. and they're crushing it. Who who was I talking to about uh, the Blues Brothers the other day? Because I watched that documentary on them. All of us. We were talking, we were talking to both of, of us. Yeah. And then Joey talked about it. Yeah. Fucking yeah, at yeah, length. It was neat. So I told you guys then that uh, Chicago gave them the city for the chase for for the whole movie. They. I'm telling you, the mayor was a huge fan of uh, uh, Belushi. Cocaine. <laughs> of cocaine, exactly. And that's what, like, the movie cost them $20 million to make, which back then was like a massive amount $100 million of money. movie, maybe. Equivalence. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and, um, fuck, I'm totally lost now. The mayor gave him the city. Oh, yeah. They would, even with $20 million, they would have never been able to make that movie because the chase scenes were so ridiculous and the amount of cars, they like uh, demolished like a thousand cars or something. Yeah, that movie was insane. And then Joey mentions it briefly, but he really did. Dan Aykroyd really had to go looking for him during a take and he was asleep on some dude's couch. And he's like, uh, so Aykroyd goes to the door and is like, is there a guy named Jim here and he's like yeah he came over he told me to cook him french fries and then he fell asleep on my couch they were having fun they were having fun back then as Joey said you know they're drinking on the set the director tried to keep people up listen I mean shit back then was just different it was a better time that started as a um uh skit on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that Dan Aykroyd wrote. And then it, you know, it worked so well that they started a band about it. Yeah. Started touring. They had something like uh, nine songs on the top 50. Yeah. For a joke band. Like, uh, not they weren't a joke. They were great. But yeah. still, you know, it started as a, as a lark. That started as a lark, but just the lifestyle of everyone getting fucked up making movies. Like, when he's talking about Caddyshack. Just that yeah. whole, it was a different time. Yeah. And apparently Rodney... Rodney Dangerfield was just like the fucking craziest. He's the best, yeah. From what I know, I never met him. <laughs> With his big Th- dick thanks. hanging out. And then conveniently, Joey brings up UFOs. Well, because Dan Aykroyd is a huge... Well, Joe brought up UFOs because right. Dan Aykroyd is a very big UFO uh, proponent. He, It's true, though. He, like Even back in the day when it wasn't cool to be talking about UFOs, Dan Aykroyd was like, you know narrating uh weird documentaries and i've seen him do more than just ufos too he does like paranormal shit and uh anyways is it he, crystal skull he, vodka his or yeah something? i was just it gonna is, say yeah. so that's all the he occult designed his whole uh vodka bottle after the fucking mm-hmm. uh alien skull there listen man uh, there was no bigger followers of david ike than canadians so i'm just gonna throw that out there sorry uh, i'm sorry i missed that David Icke yeah. was a British footballer. The, li- the lizard man. I yeah, know him, who eventually, yeah. yeah, the lizard man. His biggest following outside of the UK was in this country. In Canada? Yeah. Interesting. And he's a conspiracy guy. I just listened to a whole uh, interview with him, actually. I Recently? Guess, yeah, he just wrote a new book. So Has uh, he changed his stance or is he still, he's still very the deep on the lizards? He, changed, he doesn't talk so much about the lizard people anymore. I think he's let that go, actually. Um, but I mean, they caught one on this. He weekend. has all sorts of uh, why? What? Come on. The billionaire um, child Adel- Adelstein Epstein Epstein. Sorry, I'm terrible with names, but it's probably Epstein. Oh, yeah. After fat. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. But he had his own island in his jet and billionaire. He got busted. And he's a, he's one of those lizard people. I wonder why uh, northern New Jersey is the hotbed for UFO uh, 
sightings, according to Joey. Do you want to hear my Eric B. and Rakeem Razors answer? Sure. <laughs> they can buy really cheap drones in New Jersey. Like no, the, but Joey's like saying it people? from like the 80s. Yeah, this was a long time ago. They do have a lot of military bases out there, so that's probably your explanation if you're looking for Eric B. and Rakeem's Razor. It's just that, you know, a lot of bases mean a lot of tests. And I think drones have something to do with it. But drones weren't around back then. So you no, know, but, oh, no. as advanced uh, They were speaking that the, the increase is happening now. He was saying back then this happened there, but now there's more and more uh, reports of sightings and stuff. Like, just in general. Mm-hmm. He's also referring to the building that looks like a, a big grinder of coke or whatever. I wonder if the aliens, like, you know how if you go out hunting and you catch a bunch of deer in one area, you're certainly going to go back to that area to catch more deer. So Maybe. the aliens just know they're like, Jersey's the place to go? Just the meatheads, you know? <laughs> they go down to the shore. And they make just... a nice meatball sandwich. Nice sandwich. Hey, oh. Copernicus, why don't you navigate your way to the back of the line? (laughs) (laughs) Copernicus. Um, What do we got going on here? Nothing, man. Do you... you, uh, Well, they started talking about um, the Navy and how the Navy is now putting forth more stuff. Do you give more credo when you hear it's from a military guy or is it just the same to you? Is their opinion or eyesight better, sort of mean? Is that what you mean? I said this two episodes ago. Remember I said to you, I was like, why is it always that we're more likely to believe like a Navy pilot than some dude? Well, I don't think we need to believe them like he's more, you know, because he's in the Navy, I trust him more. Maybe it's just they've seen a lot of flying things. So well, what I was going to say is they have more insider information, I guess, would be the argument. They're not going to make the same yeah. mistake as like, oh, that's a satellite or that's a, but you would an trust, aeroplane. You would trust a farmer. But hold on. If a farmer told you what he saw is what he saw, he'd be like, bro, you see a lot of stuff. But Simon, let's no. also... <laughs> the far- what wait, the wait, fuck wait. does the farmer wait, wait, see? Wait. Like cows and shit? He sees the birds and everything fly. Like he knows what he sees. Let's also keep in mind, for as smart as a... Maybe I'm wrong. For as smart as a Navy pilot might be, there could also be a scientific explanation for what they're seeing that they don't know. You know what I mean? Like you could show it of to course. Neil deGrasse Tyson. He could be like, that's actually... Uh, it's a reflection from the atmosphere. I don't know. Like, I'm a fucking moron, so how can I talk about it? But you get what I'm saying. I mean, for sure, there's a lot of um, talk about things happening happening at nuclear plants where people will say, you know, people working at the nuclear plants report these weird happenings that go on. Like, some one of them, the plant just shut itself down. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. Yeah, what? well, I mean, what, we're, we're waiting for more. Yeah. No, no, that's it. Just Oh, know. another Simon story. <laughs> Just banging him out of the park. <laughs> they, um, but I wonder, I I wonder was so why, into that, why there's so much talk about the nuclear plants. Like, I'm sure that has something to do with if there really are aliens, people, you know, things that are coming to our planet, watching us, seeing what's going on. That's got to be this, the point where they're like, okay. These monkeys are on to something, right? Maybe they're just siphoning gas to get back home real quick. Off the nuclear energy? I thought they needed gold. I, yeah. I, I'm confused. Now. I thought they needed gold. What the <laughs> I, fuck do we know? I this th- is all I fucking think they, total <laughs> hearsay. Like, I think they need talking it. about fucking aliens. I think aliens. they need it all, man. Fuck out of here. It's, but Simon, it's just like the same thing the other day. You're asking about the, like, do we believe, are we more likely to believe a pilot versus like a farmer? 
like I talked to you the other day about that Bob Lazar article that I sent you, mm-hmm. and you immediately were like, "Well, who the fuck is this guy?" And no, wait, wait, just hear me out. And then I said, <laughs> and then I said to you, "Well, who the fuck is Bob Lazar?" And you were immediately like, "Well, <laughs> who is?" Yeah, Bob Lazar? but you know what I mean. Like it's no, no, no. Okay. Matthew was nice enough to send me this article, like he talked about this, yeah. where this guy makes some great points. I wasn't dismissing it. All I was saying before you jump down my throat, Matt, well, was... I, no jump, no throat. All I was saying was, I just wish I knew who this guy was. Like, right now I'm I'm reading an anonymous person's opinion where he's saying... Listen, believe me, I got friends in the the NASA who have told me differently. Like, just no I guess, problem. Again, but my I want to at least know that you work where you okay, said you're hold working. Hold on, but Kamar, my point to Simon was like, <laughs> if this guy had included his name, like I was an MIT physicist, my name is Jack Doherty. Was Simon then going to Google? Of course, Simon was going to then cross reference. Cross reference. But I mean, but what like? I guess I, whatever. I mean, who cares? Well, what I just said your next it, statement going to be well, Google could lie. Like, I no, not Google could no. My, it wasn't going to be Google know? could lie. It's like let's say this guy it does end up being an MIT fucking professor. Does that then seal the deal for you? Or are you then still like, well, I mean, no, I want to know that he worked where he said he was going to work. So that at that point, I would at least be like, okay, this guy is who he says he is. Because right now, granted, he makes some great points, but he also seems like he has a massive vendetta against Bob Lazar. Sure. So would you like to I meet Bob Lazar? I can't believe we're still talking about fucking Bob Lazar. I, would I like to meet Bob Lazar? And just Lazar? see if you get a bullshit a test shit. off of well, him in I'm a, not sure in a I, 15, 20 I, minute conversation. You go, oh, this guy's full of shit. No, I'd really like to... You know what I'd like to do, Kamar? Is this some sort of condescending thing you're doing here? No, I'm asking personally, would you rather not meet him? Simon, what what he's asking is this. If you had the chance, would you go and sit, maybe have a couple drinks with Bob Lazar, maybe get your dick sucked at his whorehouse, and then... Or would you rather be an enigma, which is he is now? No, I want this to come to an end. Okay. I'm with Matt. Like, if we're going to talk about this, I don't want it to keep being in what-ifs. I want... Well, we're never going to get an know answer. If Bob we're three. Lazar is full of shit. Well, it's not us that's going to come to it, but you know, the, sure. this is going on outside of this room. But we have sort of come to a sort of agreement that the oh, the most important thing I can't tell you, Bob has one of those, and the whorehouse. This is, <laughs> is the, just you know what? <laughs> it's well, just, so did hold Weinstein, on, hold on. This so. is the weird thing to me. This is what I want to say. I want to say this real quick. I'm for prostitution. Like, I don't have a problem with it at all. Yes, correct. So, but it's still, for some reason... I'm, I'm pulling for him. Like, hey, but what? But you're with me. You know what I mean? Like, there's still something about the whorehouse that, to me... How just, does that tie in with the aliens? I just, I don't know. Or how could it be he just stopped with the aliens and I'm getting into whores? <laughs> I guess that's... Oh, hold on. Kamar just brought up... And then we'll kill this. Yeah. But Kamar just brought up a great point. You're a physicist building rockets on your bike or your go-kart, or whatever the fuck, okay? You're a, you're, you're Bob Lazar physicist. I get the, uh, I get the argument that like, well, the government tried to bury him so he could never be a physicist again, but he, he just then goes 360 to open a whorehouse. Like I just, I need to know. Okay, hold on. I can at least help you with that. Sure. He is just whistleblown on the government about aliens. I love Kamar's face here. Yeah. I'm he is you. not getting hired anywhere else. Okay, whether the government is trying to crush his job. Okay, or hold not, on, hold on. He is hold not on. a trustworthy okay. employee. Let me 
Let Did me, he wash dishes on. or stop, start stop. Oh, Yeah, hold on. I just, I'll offer you an olive branch. So, Simon, you tomorrow, you, you, you whistle blow and you get buried by the government. Blackballed. Yeah. I'm not opening a whorehouse. I hear you. So, no, let's just start with, <laughs> let's start with maybe. Try to cut him off the path. Let's start at, with maybe five other things you could do other than open a whorehouse. Sorry, sorry, Matthew, you're missing my point here. I'm not standing up for Bob Lazar. All I was saying was for that specific point, that's why he can't get hired somewhere else. The fact that he o- opened a horror house but hold on. is fucking stop. beyond me. Stop, stop, stop. But we're talking about, we're not talking about getting hired. He started his own business. He didn't start Bob's rocket bikes. He didn't start Bob's biophysics. He diversified. He went... I just, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, no, I don't understand. In this article, the guy said that Bob Lazar had um, gone bankrupt and had to declare bankruptcy. Did they mention that in the um, the documentary? Yeah, no, I don't think they tried to beat him up too much. They just mentioned the whorehouse. From everything I've read online about that documentary, it seems unwatchable. Just well, like Kamar said, I got to tell you, Corbell did not do himself any favors on Rogan. No, uh, no, the, he didn't. The flack he has been getting. Out Even Joe shat on him. Like having that guy here didn't help at all. Yeah, yeah. No, it didn't. But Joe didn't did. I say that. Yeah. Joe, but I think Bob also was like, I think Bob was like, I it, I, it would be easier for me to keep this lie going if I had Joe Schmo here to maybe help me through the migraines. Especially if he's using the migraine cover up story. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's just the one I mean, thing. There, it, the one thing. In so I mean. retrospect, looking back at that interview now, um, the migraine is just like. Let me. Uh, that's insane. What, what hold is on. going on? Let me here? just put it to you this way. Let, let's change the. Let's change the, the the setup here. Let's say it's Kevin Spacey, and they're asking him questions, and mid interview he's like, "I, you know, I, I have this migraine. I don't. I can't really like." Dude, you're going to red flag that. Out. Yeah, you would be like, what? Your head hurts from fucking all those well, boys? But do you see what? So there's a part of me where, like, it's this now that now that I'm really looking back at things, but there's well, a part of it. I said. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm where I'm you. like, I don't know. What did you think you were doing today, Bob? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, didn't you drink water, have a good night's sleep? Like, yeah. relax. Didn't Joe pay for your dinner last night, you fucking cocksucker? He had a Shulls headache. No Ooh. time for headaches. All right, let's move off of Bob Lazar because we've literally given him three episodes now and I don't think he deserves the one we gave him. He's a simple man. Yeah. Um, think about uh, memory for a second. I started thinking about how you remember things and just kind of everything that goes into it. There is no way that you're... <laughs> you can't even remember last year. And then you're trying to remember when you were a child. I just Simon, I'm sitting here and I don't, I don't remember it, listening to either. I don't remember blurs. listening to either of these episodes this it week. Blurs all together though. Yeah. Well, no, Joe kept saying your memory though. What do you rem- what do you remember? And then we talking about the connection between music and memories is huge. Well, but I think but he's, that's they're wrong. Because... First of all, it's smell. Smell is the number one. Uh, scent. Well, I think any time sense, where you me. can combine some other thing to help you with memory, that will aid in I get it, making your memories truer, you know? Like but a name tag or something. Scientifically, they've said that smell, smell is the is one better. that is that's connected the most with memory. Well, apparently. it's true. Smells for sure. You know, you I smell something that smells like my grandmother's house or whatever, sure. you know, that... Or you go, and, like summer camp has a smell for me, and if I smell it somewhere else, I'm like, oh my god, that triggers these whatever i'm sure all animals you smell above all for memories 
Mm-hmm. Animals like, for sure. Like, yeah, to get back places. But I, again, did I look at that rock that's, before? Like, that's that, kind of that what I was getting at with this whole memory thing. Okay, so take an animal, all right? It probably has this index of smells that it can then use, like it can pull from its brain to remember those things. We're not able to pull like that, probably because so much of our brain is not being used by us, right? So maybe like those memories are being put somewhere into like this massive filing system in your head, but we're just not able yet to um, access the storage unit. And maybe, on demand. Right. Maybe when we get to a point where like a la um, Graham Hancock, when we're able to move shit with our mind, we'll also be able to figure out a way to use our memories properly. I, I wonder. I, I think that memories aren't that important. You know what I mean? Like in uh, the big scheme of things of living the now. I w- memory, our lack of memory would make the most sense for the living in a simulation. Simulation. Why theory. is that? Well, because if we're all in the same simulation, then certain details. Maybe that's what the Mandela not, effect is. Not only that, but it's like you'd have to keep you'd have to keep the memories of eight billion people. It's a lot more computing. Whereas if you can erase a good portion of it or have it blurry, right? It's kind of like a Game of Thrones doing the fight scenes in the dark. Sure. Yeah, you just save just yourself on a, a lot of, of corners. That's it. Yeah. I think I was more thinking like, what is the uh, function of accessing our memories better? Like, is it just for witness reaccounting or the weirdest part about memory is that you remember like some of my childhood memories are absolutely fucking useless, but they're ingrained in there for no good reason. Or there's a super good reason, but you just or don't maybe know. sure, right? But yeah. you know, yeah. But I mean, like, it's like a. Uh, scar that never healed sure whereas other things were like scrapes that just like try to remember being really happy in good times that's hard it's just a blur like all that time but if you try to think of some time when you're really down you can almost get to that day you know what i mean or what's crazy too is that insane stuff will happen to you and you'll be like i'll never forget this and then 10 years down the road someone will be telling you about it and you're like i don't remember that at all and you and then all of a sudden you're like Oh fuck yeah, that did. Oh my god, that did happen. You know, like that happens to me all or the time. Or when somebody tells you something, you're like, "No, that's not the way that went down." That happens all the time. But yeah. two people who experience the same thing yeah. have a. T- but that just shows you that memory is fucked. Man. But but what is the benefit of a better memory? Is what I'm. Well, thinking. you don't repeat the past. I mean, that's important, right? You don't make the same mistakes over and over again. I mean, you could argue too that memory is really just you know. Kind of how smart you are depends on your memory as well. Like if you can't remember shit, well, recall is is an important part to being able to, yeah, you know, yeah, pull facts. Pull out facts. Of, yeah, out. I mean, again, maybe that's another situation where massive storage unit, and we're just not yet capable of accessing it. And again, maybe back in the ancient civilizations where they had high technology, but not the same high technology as us. Maybe they had just figured out a way to make their brains into our cell phones, you know, Elon's uh, and without system. them. How fucked is that? Sorry, totally veering off topic here about the, uh, Werner von Braun making the prediction in his, uh, science fiction novel that, Oh, you looked into that? Yeah. Yeah, I sent him another. That, uh, I sent him that article too. But why does that guy have credibility? 
No, no, that was just, no, no that was someone. Fuck around, fuck around. Yeah, yeah. No, he wrote a, a book where he said Mars Elon, will yeah. be. They they try to humans will try and get to Mars. When we get there, we find out that there are people living there already, and they're being led by a being called Elon. And he wrote that book in like 1960 something, or the movie, or whatever the fuck it was. I mean, About 2020. You, you brought it up though. Maybe Elon's parents were fucking wild, like rocket physicists, and they were huge Werner von Braun fans. Maybe, maybe they read the book and they were like, "Elon, I like my theory better." That was your theory, shithead. No, my theory was that Werner had been visited like Da Vinci by. Oh my god! Yeah, sure. Some higher being who said gave him a bunch of information about the rockets and a little tidbit about Mars. The soul wants what the soul wants. <laughs> um, oh, Simon. All right. Uh, what? Uh, totally off now. That different topic. Godzilla. Were you guys fans? Uh, when I was young enough that I didn't appreciate. Like, what's your Godzilla? The last one with Fra- Frank Azaria? Is it? Was it Hank, Hank Azaria? Hank Azaria? That's Hank my Azaria. Godzilla too. That's the one I remember. I remember the one with Matthew Broderick. That's the one yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's, that's the one with Hank Azaria. Oh. Hank Azaria is the cameraman. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He's and who's the, the Frenchman? Relief. Gerard Depert. No, that's the fat guy. Who's the Frenchman in this one? The, the guy that was Frenchman. the assassin. Enzo. Is that his name? No, but, but I know he, you know he was a disaster about. with uh, Natalie Portman yeah, that's and it, yeah. uh, Gary Oldman. He was also in Ronan. Yeah. Oh, oh you're talking about... Um, I think that guy just passed away. Shit. Ah, oh, fuck. What's his name? We all have computers The movie is The Assassin. Deep with the, Blue. With what? a little girl. With Natalie Portman. She was in Deep Blue what? also. So, so, yeah. What's Enzo Lorino or something. Can you look it up? Come oh, on. yeah. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, one of us better do this. Well, you're supposed to ask me, but yes, realize I'm that sorry. it's not aggressive. Oh, speaking of that, you know, Joey is the crassest motherfucker on the planet, and yet he's very polite to Jamie. Jamie, would you mind... Hey, Jamie, would you mind pulling that? I can't do it properly, but he's super polite. If you please. He's really nice about it. Mm-hmm. Weinstein, just side note, also very polite. Mm-hmm. Listen, that goes a long way for me. It, you can be a total douchebag in real life, but if you're nice to Jamie and polite, I think good. I said it like Holy episode. Shit. I think I said it like episode one. Um, if I had a butler and one of you just started bossing him around, I would be pissed. I'd be like, I pay this guy, not you. Yeah. You don't but you don't fucking tell Jeeves what to do. You don't butler my butler. Yeah, that's my fucking butler. You know what I like I don't know. I just don't understand the Yeah, the idea of this is a guy you're asking to do something for you like why would you not ask nicely? But it's in that guy's DNA, right? Butlers are raised to um Oh, you're talking that's isn't it's like the Sherpa's their name butler. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Jeeves butler. Um, I like when uh, Joey talked about himself as Snowy Joey, like when he's talking <laughs> about the Coke days. Yeah, that was great. That's when I was Snowy Joey, cocksucker. But uh, there's a new god. <laughs> oh, sorry, a Jesus. new Godzilla coming out that looks pretty cool, or maybe it has come out already. I think it. I think it's coming out. I don't think it's yeah. out yet. I'm always uh, interested to see. Like what they're gonna, what the technology is gonna let them do for this one that was different because they've made so many of them, you know. But that's why they keep redoing them every ten years. There's a new King yeah. Kong, a new Godzilla, because they're just like the King Kongs would be super cool if there was no plot part of it because it's always so terrible. But the fight scenes with Godzilla against whoever, oh yeah, this Godzilla, he's actually fighting against his enemies, Rodan and uh, Mothra King Ghidorah, and so that should be cool. King Ghidorah. 
Is that was that one of them? Yeah. Was that the three-headed one? Uh no, that's uh or maybe that is. Yeah, that's King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah. And they were saying that in the old ones, the old Japanese ones, the uh it was a man inside the Godzilla costume. Yeah. So that was like the first Power Rangers type of uh, or mascots. Maybe they had mascots in sports before that. Yeah, they would tramp. They would build like a fake city and just have the guy trample. I it. do have his name. We we're looking for uh, Jean Reno. Oh yeah, Jean Reno. Jean Reno. Jean so. Reno. Jean Jesus Reno. Christ, Kamar. We grew up in Canada. Like, Jean what's wrong Reno. With you? Jean Reno. What? Sister. Sister. Jean Reno. At one point, Joey was telling a story about uh, getting an Uber ride from some Indian girl. Who was from India? Who bought a car or leased a car with her sister? Yeah, and, and they're they driving. They drive at split shifts. And he asked her if she was like, "Do you feel safe here?" And like, she got out of India, Joey. <laughs> I think India is the worst place for domestic abuse in the world. Yeah, it's pretty bad over so there. So I'm oh, sure dude, she's much safer here. Like, yeah, well, there's like one a, woman for every eight men over there. It's not a great place for uh, rape and shit. Over I don't there. think Joey realized that when he asked her, like, do you feel safe driving the car in New York City? I also don't think Joey realizes how odd it is for like a 300 pound Cuban guy to be asking a female Uber driver, like, you feel safe? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> he's got to die. Maybe tone it down a bit, Joey. Like, That's such a weird question. Not man. anymore. Like, mm-hmm. you ever worried about people, you know, telling you to take them to a field and yeah. then murdering you? You know, I could just rape you back here. <laughs> like, I just, that seems a bit aggressive. Like, holy fuck. Okay. One star. Uh, they uh, mentioned, they were talking about Jamie Foxx for a second, and they mentioned that um, he named himself Jamie Foxx. So he'd get callbacks as a woman? As yeah. a woman, yeah. It's pretty what smart. Brilliant motherfucker. We know, we love Jamie. It only works if you're a beautiful black man, though. Like, if I change my name to Jamie Foxx and I start getting callbacks, they're just going to be like, really, you fucking idiot? No, they're going to be like, are you Jamie Lee Curtis? <laughs> Ba-bum-bum. You're too old. That's what I'm saying. I get when it. You, when you're young, it. you can yeah, be yeah. Jamie Foxx. I got it. I couldn't be a young Jamie Foxx. When Fox, you had though. hair down to your shoulders. Oh, those were the days. Do you remember that? Speaking of memories. I remember. I mean. You used to have really long hair, man. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, Kamara, I was drunk for 10 years, so. It's tough to remember a lot of that stuff. Anyway. Your hair was long. That's oh, my hair was absurd. I'll post that. I'll post. You know what? I got a real shitty photo of me. I'm going to post the crazy long week. hair. It doesn't look like you now. No, I look like a different person. You look like a left wing nut. Thanks, Kamar. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. I don't like I, I obviously remember you with long hair, but I don't remember you with long hair. Mm hmm. Yeah, those are some rough times for. Did old either Floyd. of you? Did either of you watch um, Walking Dead? I watched. I watched the first like four seasons, up to where his son nearly gets raped in the road, and then after that, I think See, somewhere I, around the prison. I watched them all. Yeah. Um, I I I like it. I don't hate it. Like Joe always goes on and on about how it got really bad in like the fourth season or whatever, but. It's because people want more zombie and less the human. Uh, the whole show is about the human. I understand. I understand. I got exhausted that. by it. Uh, and then that led me into what is your favorite zombie movie of all time? I'm not a huge fan of the genre, to be completely honest with you. The one with Bill Murray. It just Zombie came Land. Zombie Zombieland? Land. Yeah. That's, that's funny. That's with, just a uh, funny. With Woody Harrelson there? Yeah. I guess World War Z. World War Z was good. The book was better. Yeah, I understand um, that. But I'm just saying, you asked me, in yeah, my yeah, opinion, yeah. No, I, I'm, it starts right away. There's hardly any fluff. 
Like, it literally, the movie starts with Brad Pitt making breakfast for his family. And then two minutes later, they're driving down the street and there's zombies fucking shit up. And it's just, and then from there, it's pure mayhem. The book is done. It's a series of interviews by like a guy who's just all different people in the field, let's, you know, in, in the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. What they saw happen? Yeah. So it's all different stories from, you know, different. Uh, uh, the same time, sort of, all coming together at the same time. I will say this World War Z was the most pro Israeli film I've seen in quite some time. Oh, yeah. What was that? I don't remember the pro Israeli. You don't remember when they go to Israel? No. So they go to Israel. They, uh, sorry. And ahead. the guy's like, uh, yeah, why do you think we finished the walls like in the last... He's like, they've been building the walls for like the last hundred years. And the guy's like, yeah, why do you think they finished them in the last month? And then they're all... Um, they're letting all the Palestinians through the... Like, they're letting all the Palestinians into the to the safe zone past the wall. And all the Palestinians are like chanting. It's like religious chants. And that's what draws in all the zombies. And I just thought I was like, that's pretty fucking... Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Fucking oh, Zionist shill. <laughs> I don't uh, even know what that means. I just my, say it. my favorite uh, is I Am Legend, Will Smith. Yeah, I Am Legend was great, but they butchered Fuck. the ending. Oh, the end was terrible, yeah. Because the they, they, they find the place. Well, no, so it, it was always that ending, but the ending was different. When he goes down to the basement, like at the end of the movie, and mm-hmm. he pulls the grenade or whatever, that's not how the... They had filmed the original ending that's in the book where the zombie just gets in and realizes that his girlfriend is on the table and just picks her up and leaves and he leaves Will Smith. No shit. That's the original. That would have been fucking cool, man. That's the OG ending, but they, it didn't, uh, track well focus groups hated it. So they went back and they refilmed it, but that's the original ending. And the, the it's, that's why it's called. I am legend because they are now the people of the earth, and Will Smith is the guy, the boogeyman that comes in the night and takes your family. Uh, he is legend. That's the whole crux. But why does Will Smith come and take your kids? He's not a vampire. No, but he's doing the tests to try to... Zombie. Hey, watch it, buddy. What do you mean? Say that again? He's not a zombie. No, but that's the idea, is that now he's the only... There's no. There's hardly any humans left. It's really just him in that city and the city is filled with zombies so they are the people now oh, the, so, oh i see I is the you. idea so he's the one that comes and takes the people that go you know he goes bump in the night pretty much gotcha that was the yeah interesting yeah well, i agree with you that was a fucking it's great a one great movie just the whole idea of the earth being overgrown like that uh, yeah like new york city overgrown. all fucking, yeah and he's hunting the deer in his fucking mustang or whatever it's just this cinematically it's a great movie it was crazy and when they're shutting down New York and shit, when shit's going like really haywire and they're, in they're the, shooting the bridges the down. Yeah. And the flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. 28 days later, it does feel like almost real, right? 28 days. The, yeah. Agreed. I believe the one you're talking about, maybe the one you're talking about and even the one I talk about has CGI in it. Yeah. The one I'm talking about, the, Zombieland doesn't really have that much CGI. But it's a joke. It's just a gore. Yeah. Whatever. Zombies. Whatever, man. Um, but yours are like. Yours has CGI, and yours has CGI, but 20 Days Later did not have CGI. I'm trying to remember. I don't even remember what the zombies were like in 20. They were really, really slow, though. No, no. They were, no, I think they were fast they were, moving. They were fast. They're mean Because the zombies in um, Z are crazy. Z, uh, World War Z, are crazy. Like, they run up each other yeah, to like get the, the helicopter. Like, yeah. that was fucking nuts. They stole that for Game of Thrones. 
They stole Game of Thrones stole that, you mean? Game of Thrones stole that. The White Walkers do that to do to take the I think that's been in a bunch of movies though. I don't think that's who who claims but I remember. Well, it's like someone the other day was. Uh, remember, we were arguing about who the first rapper to use Lil was, and, oh, yeah, and well, you were like, "It's Lil Wayne," and I was like, "No, it goes way further." And then we found out it was someone like 1979 or something, like Lil Rock and Ronnie Ooh, J or whatever. Lil Cornelius. Yeah. It's always further back than you think. I guess that's my point. It's, it's always people paying homage. And if we had full memory recall, we wouldn't have these conversations. That's probably it's true. Too aware. Just everyone, just everyone remembered everything. Yeah, I mean, it goes to show you too. That like eyewitness accounts aren't worth shit in court, in my opinion. Couldn't reminisce. Unless there's five people that are saying the exact same thing. But even then, we've also known now that cops can just coerce people into telling the same story pretty yeah. easily, too. So I'm pretty much at the point where if you want me as a juror, you, you, you have to prove way beyond a reasonable doubt. Because I don't believe the cops. A lot of evidence is fucking shit. I do, I'd avoid it. I mean, were, sorry, go ahead, Matty. No, I was going to say I would never get picked for say, jury duty. To say something racist or something when they interview. Like, oh, <laughs> they put me up on the stand, yeah. No, but some prosecutors would be like, no, I want him. That's the guy I want. Yeah, no, if I if I got called for jury duty, I'd just rate off. The first thing I'd say is like, well, I don't trust the fucking cops, period. I'm sick of white people being marginalized. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're out. Dismissed. They were talking about... Um, Joey, I think, was mentioning that he doesn't like swimming in the ocean, but now he doesn't even like swimming in lakes anymore. And it's weird. In my old age, like, I've never liked the As a kid, I liked the ocean. Then I didn't like the ocean because God fucking knows what giant squid is right underneath me. But even in, like, as I've gotten older, I just, I don't like anything being below me that I can't see. Weeds? Or even just... Just whatever giant fish. I, I just don't, I don't... Can you be in water floating with the weeds around your legs? I mean, I can, but okay. I don't I don't like it. Yep. It's, it's incredible to be that... It's comfortable It's incredible to be that we've made it to the top of the food chain just for you to be afraid of a fish. <laughs> I'm not afraid. It's just like... Sorry. It's unrelaxing okay, for me. Okay, I got you. It's not like I'm, you know, pissing myself and... Okay, did everyone hear that? Simon is not afraid, okay? <laughs> just to make that... As clear as possible. Toes touching or not touching? Does that make a difference? Like if you're standing in shore mud. Well, I mean, I, I up would, to your chest, or if you're. I would like that better than you know treading water out there in a fucking giant. So Simon, water let me ask you. Bum rush me or that's something. Fair. That's fair. I went fair. Uh, snorkeling with sea turtles. Oh, not in into Hawaii. that. Oh, you wouldn't do no. No fucking way. No way, man. No. Okay, okay, you and made I'm, that clear. Just Remember, saying, he's not afraid, folks. I'm just saying because, you know, something eats those turtles and it's going to be hanging around while you're swimming with them. Oh, like a giant squid or a... What is with you and the giant squid? Do you think the giant, ocean is just overrun with giant squid? Giant squids are fucking terrifying, man. They fight sperm whales. By they, the way, oh... Think about I... that for a second. Okay. They wrap themselves around sperm whales. They're huge. Did they talk about fish? <laughs> they talked about what they were scared of. Oh, yeah, I that's right. That's right. Seen Gamar's face <laughs> that's there. right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Sharks. Yeah, they talked about sharks Dude. for a whole long time about Jaws and where New Jersey. Simon, and- Ben Askren got knocked out so fast last night that <laughs> the guys in the truck had to randomly go to some clip of Dana White swimming with the sharks because they just didn't with Matt expect Sarah. it. They didn't expect 
the fight to be cut so short. So they were, you could tell they were scrambling in the booth. And they were like, just, just play a clip of Dana White swimming with the sharks. Oh my God, that's so funny. You know how in um, Happy Days, the show Happy Days, yeah. he jumped the shark? Jumped the Fonzie shark tank. jumped a shark, shark on tank. his motorbike. Okay. And that became the saying of jumping the shark. If you... Um, if you beat something to death, it's jumping the shark. Okay. Well, that's like could be a new thing when you know somebody gets uh, dusted too quickly in the UFC. It's swimming with sharks. Swimming with Dana. <laughs> well, if that clip comes up, Dane and Matt Sarah, I just throw like a fool, eh? Yeah. Wasn't he just like not? What what are you doing here? Because they had real sharks and it. it was interesting. The um oh the whole point of. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead Simon. the whole point i was driving at here with the swimming under is that seals started attacking people did you joey yeah. was talking about that and then that got me to thinking did you see the clip of that asian chick getting pulled into the water in the wharf in san francisco i did yeah and that got me to thinking if terrorists really wanted to fuck with us oh my god i can't fucking wait to find out where this is going Go on. They could orchestrate some sort of like animal, I don't know, mutation serum or I, I, I'm not a scientist. Oh, clearly. But, but Dude, you are where like. Where all animals turn on, you know, dogs, cats. Like what a, um, listen. If are you taking the fast track to Eddie Bravo course? <laughs> yeah. Like what the fuck is going on listen, here? Listen, it was a slow week, man. So you're trying to talk about the. Other governments got, orchestrating no, it got me seal attacks. About a lot of things. This episode and Ka- the Kamar last can't episode. even give what you're saying any sort of. Okay, well, I I can't help you then. We'll get off of that. Um, have you guys ever smoked PCP? Not that I know of. That was crazy. I was yelling. You know, I was yelling at my. Uh, I was driving around listening to this one. And I was yelling at the stereo. When he's like, "It's Sherm," I was like, "Yeah, PCP." And then Joe started going off on the shit. I was like. No, it's fucking PCP. What's wrong with this guy? And no, Simon, of course I've never smoked PCP. I think I've smoked PCP once. Were you high for three days? Well, I was really fucked. Did you operate any motor vehicles? No motor vehicles. Simon, I'm pretty sure if you smoked real PCP, it's like a a two-day experience. Well, let me tell you what the story was, and you can tell me what you think, okay? (laughs) I was uh, staying with this friend of mine in Oxford, London. Yeah, um, this is when you flew. This is back when I flew, and I stayed there for three and a half weeks before I went traveling as like a kid. Um, I was out one day looking for weed, and I was walking down the street, and this guy said, oh, I had dreadlocks back then. So that really helped with the... If I'm posting a photo, <laughs> you're sending me that fucking photo. That really helped with the whole... Um, getting weed on the road because people just all right away assume that I was looking for it anyway. So this guy saw me and he said, you want some hash? And I was like, yeah, I do want some hash. So we're standing on the sidewalk. I'm like, how are we going to do this? You know? And he's like, uh, pulls out from his pocket, this huge chunk of hash and he bites it off because it's super hard. And he takes it and he gives it to me and just side note, a big chunk of hash got stuck in his scraggly ass beard. And I'm like waiting for it to drop the whole time. The whole time we're talking, we're doing this deal. I'm just like, drop, drop, drop. Finally it drops. And I step on top of it, you know? 
and then we do our deal. He sells it to me, this hash, and I, I go, pray this guy's listening right now. <laughs> I go back to um, to this uh, flat I'm staying at. Anyways, I'm alone that night because my friend is out somewhere and her roommates are gone. And I smoke this hash, and I swear. Oh, and I watched. Uh, they only have three channels there, or they only they used had to. three yeah. channels at the time. So there was this BBC documentary about Bigfoot of all things on. I know, go fucking figure. And I watched this documentary on Bigfoot and I swear to God, I thought that Bigfoot was like somewhere outside of this girl's flat. This is like in the middle of a a city and I was legitimately afraid for my life. So you tell me, Matt, does Hash do that to you? I think Simon's on detention from stories for a while. <laughs> well, I'm you know kidding. what? I really think that uh, I don't know there's a lot to that experience and the Bigfoot. More than anything, what we're going to get out of this right now here today. But I think that's like ground zero yeah. for Bigfoot and, well, yeah, that and might you. Be. And, and PCP, BBC Bigfoot. And yeah, I agree. Like we, I, we, I feel like we just had a breakthrough. Um, well, look, Matt, like, you know that I know the difference between being stoned and yeah. something else. And this was certainly something else. But this is the first time you smoked this hash? Sometimes when you smoke yeah, hash the I first mean, time, you get super fucking high. My oh. argument has always been this, because I've always heard people be like, I think someone put coke in that joint or this and that. I'm like, do you know how much cocaine is? Like, no one is spending their money to put better drugs on your drugs. No, like, uh, right. I agree with that. But I think the idea would be like, it wasn't even hash. It was fucking food coloring and something. And to get you high, they no. throw a Yeah, but he took a bite off it. On it. Yeah, that's a good point. But listen, <laughs> the guy was a fucking cracker jack. Man. You were dreadlocks. It's only a match made in heaven. Yeah, I will I say though, dreadlocks are definitely the international sign for I'm cool because you know that a narc hasn't taken the time to grow dreadlocks. And here's the so other... So when you see dreadlocks, you're like, oh, this, this guy's for real. And here's the other thing. So Simon claimed that he had a piece of hash in his beard that fell to the ground that you covered and recovered. What do you mean? Well... I got that piece of hash. So you recovered it from the ground? For free. From I the, just, it fell on the ground. I pray there's someone in Oxford listening right now. Like, he's talking about fucking Larry Ashbeard. <laughs> <laughs> It, like, Larry Hashbeard. It fell on the ground. Yes, and that's the piece you smoked when you watched Bigfoot. I don't think I don't know. What, what he, oh, that? he did. Kamar saying mean? like I Kamar had PCP saying, on my shoe. No, no. What Kamar oh, saying is maybe maybe the guy had a leftover piece of PCP in his beard <laughs> and, and it was not it hash. Wasn't even hash. There you go. I mean that all of that is possible. We, we just want to. Yeah, all of that is possible. I don't know though, but anyway, suffice to say, I think I smoked something other than hash. I think it was PCP. It could have been something else. I don't have. I've never smoked PCP again. To um, that sounds like okay. a really to good compare. PCP story, though. As far as PCP story goes, I'm gonna beat Kamar to it and say, uh, if you're listening out there and you happen to have sold Simon PCP in Oxford in the '90s, give us a please show. drop us a line. <laughs> Let us know what the fuck is what. <laughs> what, a, what he's in some a, Turkish prison so, right now. <laughs> With all he's got. I spent I spent a couple of days smoking that PCP hash. And, um, <laughs> well, hold on. This changes the story completely. It changes everything completely. You continued smoking this so PCP hash. So was it hash. PCP or was uh, it? Of course. So you were just on a fucking five-day PCP I, yeah, bender? Okay. Now that I think about it, because no. I also went and watched The Jackal. You know that Bruce Willis movie? With, with Val Kilmer. Was Val Kilmer in it? Was he not? Were you aggressive? Were you doing chin-ups? Were you doing push-ups? Like- no, I watched... 
No. Yeah, it's no, not, it wasn't PCP. It wasn't PCP. Just really fucking great hash. Amazing hash. <laughs> amazing hash, an amazing part of the world. Like everything together just makes it so much better, man. Anyways. Well. Anyways. The Jackal? Is that the one, Simon? Yeah, he's like... Uh, Bruce Willis? Yeah, Classic. Bruce Willis. Classic. Oh, it's Anyways, Richard Gere. The movie theaters there, you could smoke and drink in them. They sold beer, and you could smoke cigarettes. Civilized. That's pretty cool. It was pretty fucking Unless you're a non-smoker, yeah. that's a bit of a bummer. That was back in the day. I'm sure they had non-smoking theaters, too. An empty theater with just no, no. one guy. That was the section right beside the All <laughs> All of this may be some uh, created fiction of my memory, though. Because we know how ineffective we are at withdrawing. Correct. W- w- Just to bring it full circle. Simon actually bought weed. Yeah. And right, didn't get exactly. high at all. I was at in Montreal. And, uh, <laughs> I never went to Oxford. I can't believe you had dreads. That is fucking yeah, disgusting. Correct. Disgusting. 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 I can't. I don't think you believe you just said that out loud. <laughs> like, I don't believe you did. Oh. When I cut them, <laughs> it was so gross. Like when I looked inside a dreadlock, <laughs> I was like. <laughs> This is disgusting. This is disgusting. Can you have clean dreads? Is that possible? I, I don't think so. so. There's an oxymoron. The no, no. I think make... they created something like in the last decade Ugh. where you can well, clean dreads. I think if you're not black, then no matter what, because, you know, black hair has that. Yeah, yeah. To the it. natural like, dread. For a white guy, if you're having dreads, they're going to be disgusting. Oh, God. And again, from a guy who had dreads. So I'm not demeaning anybody who has yeah. dreadlocks. We love dreads, to man. You, but try cutting one of those motherfuckers over, open rather. Take a look at what's inside and Ugh. take a whiff. I almost threw up there. Yeah. yeah. You look uh, like you were going to pee. I saw a wicked comb, somebody taking it to a kid's head, and it came up with like just thousands of lice in it. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Dude, lice Jesus. is disgusting. Yeah. Kamar, you could totally have dreadlocks. Yeah. Yeah. I I had a dread. A dread. One giant dread? I had a big afro and one. No, it was quite a small dread. It was just the back here. You would just twist it all the time? Exactly. Yeah. Precisely. Yeah. It is disgusting. Yeah. So that's why I never had dreadlocks. I wasn't Whatever. able to go that deep. To each their own. Yeah, that's rude. Absolutely, right? man. That's so rude. I'm Are we done with back. Joey? How yeah, many? we're done, man. Okay. We're done. How long did that take us? That's an hour. Perfect. Perfect. I'd say it's about a half hour too long. Superfluous. Um, Listen, it wasn't chock full of... Uh, I get it. I get it. I get it. I, I, I did my best to give us anything to talk about. Well, I just I have a feeling we're going to go overtime now on fucking Weinstein. We'll o- see. Overtime. Rate Diaz. Well, you know I love Joey. He's a four. Simon. Rate Diaz. It's a 3.5. Mm, let's see. You know that means you have to give Weinstein four point five. Okay, he's a winner. Mm, we're in. The, we're in deep now. Yeah, I'm going four. Four for Uncle Joey. Always a pleasure to see him on and there. Final thoughts on? Uh, no, no, we've done this a million times. Joseph. We all I love, love Joey. He's doing great. Don't Live point your fucking life. finger at me, Simon. Don't wave that finger at me. That PCP on, finger away from thoughts? me. I just said that. Yeah. Well, he was saying oh, uh, talking over me. Yeah, I love Uncle Joey too. I think he's great. That's what you waved your fucking <laughs> finger at me for? Oh my god, what a cunt! What number? What number was Diaz? We didn't do that. Oh, I didn't say. Uh, you loved. S- you love Uncle Joey's intent, right? I love Uncle Joey's intent. Mind you, his intent sometimes is. Um, it's always to get you to laugh. That's always. His uh, yeah, intent. it's always to get you to laugh. So that's good. That's great. I'm gonna say that Joey was thirteen twenty. So close. Thirteen twenty one. Thirteen nineteen. Correct. Okay. Which would make which Eric, makes Weinstein. Is it Weinstein or Weinstein? It's Weinstein. 
Because he said it's, it's Einstein. To, oh, Einstein, right. So yeah. it's Weinstein. Weinstein. 13. And you thought, you listened to this thing thinking it was the brother. 1320. 1320. So, yes. Eric Weinstein. In my head. And you thought this was Brett. In my head. No, 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 no. In my head. Face-wise, you thought face this was wise, Brett. that's right. I, he was like a much more handsome guy, which made it a little confusing to me when I found out that he was the bigger guy with the funny hair. The smarter guy. The smarter guy. Well, Brett says that Eric is much smarter. Exactly. So, so Mars not Mars not throwing anyone under the bus. Here. Where yeah. can we get better for the, the fucking opinion than that? Are they both teachers? Uh, I don't professors? believe. No, Eric. Well, if either of them are currently teaching. Well, no. Eric said he hasn't been in academia for years. He oh, says yeah, that right, multiple right, times. Right. Right. But and the we other know, one we was know from, Brett was from uh, Evergreen, College, Evergreen College, where he got yeah. ousted for showing up on White People Aren't Allowed Day. That is that is correct. That's correct. Okay. Well, so we want to get right into this? Well, we might as well because this, this goes every fucking which way. It was very interesting in the beginning when he was uh, almost thirsting or uh, reminiscing over like hanging out with quote unquote toxic masculinity because he was describing uh, Brian's party. He was over there and everyone was just shitting on each other. Yeah. Which some people would tell you you shouldn't be like that. It's a real like he lived a I don't think he was very popular when he was young. Imagine if we did this without shitting on each other. This would be so much oh less listenable. Oh, my God. Listenable. It's not worth my time. <laughs> well, totally. I agree. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more. <laughs> but did you hear he was talking about just in a, in a way like he... I don't think he really had that when he was growing up. I don't. It's true, though. I um, So I listened to a couple other podcasts, obviously. Yeah. And one of them is... Uh, uh, what whatever it is, but it's three guys, and they're always talking about how they're such good friends off of the thing. But it's a it's it's a family show in air quotes, meaning there's no swearing, there's yeah. no. I'm already out. And, well, and they're not. They never rib each other. It's always like good-hearted Ugh. positivity, <laughs> and it's so. Uh, yeah, I mean... It, it just seems fake. But are there men like that who are just like... Yeah, I assume there are. There has to be. I think anyone could put that on for an amount of time. But that's, No, no, that's I think people I'm like saying. that exist. I think there are people like that that didn't grow up where we grew oh, up. Oh, wait, for sure there are. Yeah, what am I talking about? Of course. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some uh, Just like normal, well-adjusted people? people? Yeah. Yes, those exist, Simon, Find 100%. It, it's crazy that people insult each other all but the time. But like, uh, it, I, I look at my family, cousins and stuff, the ones who, when I see them, put me down right away are the ones I love the most. Like, of course. Without, without doubt. So I, I, I don't even know if maybe it's toxic masculinity or just like... My mom's side is shit on my mom's side is Irish Italian. All we do is shit on each other. So I grew up with that stuff, and it's it seems great. Like I don't see any problem with it at all. People would be like, if someone's polite, like, are you all right? Like I was out with my mom the other day, and I told her to fuck off, and she started laughing hysterically, and I could see this woman like down the aisle, kind of like, oh my god, like he just told his mom to fuck off, you know? Yeah. And, but then she starts laughing. You can tell they're like. Okay, I don't really know what I, I'm well, lost on this about, dynamic. It's all about context. Well, well I, yeah, I think that lady on the outskirts should mind her own business. Well, I agree with that off. too. Yeah, <laughs> I totally agree. Well, no, I mean, I get like, if she thinks I'm about to hit my mom or something, I get it. But you wait, know. let you hit your mom and, <laughs> and then the yeah, cry. Sure, yeah. <laughs> don't, no, don't, yeah. Why are you getting in there preemptively? Don't interfere. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, I meant to look up at the beginning. <laughs> 
or I meant to look up for myself, but at the beginning they talked about, um, you know, the Yiddish speaking Indians in uh, Blazing Saddles? Mm-hmm. Yes. You've seen Blazing Saddles? Yes. I think that actually comes from some like story there was about Yiddish speaking Indians. Like, I don't think that's completely made up. I meant to look into that, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally I'm, I'm like I don't like don't look at Gwar, don't look. Well, at no, but here's the thing: if like if if we got a lot of listeners, you know, in the future when you come up with this sort of thing, we could have someone or all the minds in the in, get to the bottom of this. So yeah, I, I, yeah, but I, it doesn't help if you haven't looked it up. It's a real non sequitur if you're just like, <laughs> oh, I see. I didn't I'm look sorry. it up. I think it's a little bit of really vain, interesting, but, but I think and it, it could be this. Yes. But you never know. Well, that, that was like me asking nicely for Kamar to look it up. Yep. You have a phone too. I don't understand. No, what's no, happening no. Here. I we agreed that you. That's asked too deep. Me nicely. We need a Jamie. Yiddish speaking Indians is too deep. Kamar, look it up. We did agree though. That um, until we were able to get a Jamie, as long as we asked nicely, Kamar would be happy to look things up. I don't know. Oh, really? No, yes. I, I oh. said, you just asked me. You don't have to be nice. And he said, well, no, but I want everyone to think I'm nice to you. Oh. And I said, no, but for, for I know I'm giving you permission to already be around. And he still insists to be polite. So I'm just like, like, are you all right? Yiddish Indian. Did you get any of that? Yeah, he's saying it's all a facade. Oh, I, I forgot to tell you, I nearly got struck by lightning the other day in that Shut fucking up. storm. Really? Yeah. The, the How re- nearly? I was stopped at a light, yeah. and there's a pole 10 feet to my left, and it got struck by lightning. And the generator on top of it blew up. There was well, fucking sparks everywhere. I think you're good, though, if you're in your car because of the rubber tires, right? Yeah, I believe you are. But Come Well, on. unless... <laughs> not if the car itself gets struck I by mean, lightning. I I'm not a weatherman. We have yeah. one sitting right here. You could ask him. Come on, you're the weatherman. It depends if you're uh, in contact with a conductor. I mean, think about it, Simon. If the car gets struck by lightning, you're still, you're holding onto a steering wheel that, that is like rubber. No metal, that's good. And Rubber's good. I know, that's what I'm saying. And you're seated in a seat that doesn't conduct, so I don't, I think you'd probably be good. I believe you're grounded. Scare, it might hurt the car, the though. scare the fucking shit out of you. They were talking about uh, <laughs> using religion to get out of things. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're... At work, and you're like, uh, you know, it's Passover. I can't, whatever. And then I started thinking, that's probably exactly how religions got started in the first place. Like For the sure. The very first one. He was like, uh, you know, it's uh, Henry. Yeah. It's your turn to fucking take care of the donkey shit. Oh, I can't. It's Yom Kippur. He just makes up something like, and there, boom, religions born. Yeah, no, I can't be there Saturday. I gotta not eat. And I can't go out. Sorry, I no, I can't make it. I can't find anything. We're gonna have to move on. on Yiddish, from that. No, no problem. Indian. Thank you, anyways, Kamar. My pleasure. Really appreciate that. He was saying that uh, after forty, you can have more analytic thought because less of your time is taken up by having thoughts about sex, which uh, I'm sure makes sense. I'm know? not over forty, so I don't know yet. A lot of my thoughts are still preoccupied totally with sex yeah <coughs> yeah well you two can answer um yeah i think, uh, I think that's why comedians are good in their 40s because they're over they're not just about chasing girls or whatever they can focus on tell their jokes or whatever they just, just have that edge of maturity that makes sense i sure. mean i don't think i'm accomplishing anything greater than i was before i turned 40 but 
Do you feel like you have less distractions from doing what you want to do? I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure I do. Yeah. I don't know. I think that once I, I, don't know. I feel I don't like know. once I hit 30, I got better at understanding how to uh, learn stuff. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Finding out what you have to know to get to the way you would know? Not even. Just how to, how to better... Um, I don't know. Like, I think, like, skateboarding is a terrible example, but I'll use it just because I've been skateboarding a little bit lately. And I feel like if I knew, like, if, if I had the attitude now when I was, like, 18, I could have been much, much better. Just because of the learning. Like, I just feel like now I understand that, okay, in order to get better at this, I got to just do it all the time over and over again, over and over again, over and over again. Whereas when I was young, it was more like, why isn't this just coming to me? Why aren't I just naturally good at this? Whereas as you get older, you just kind of realize like what needs to go into being incredible at something like even professional athletes, you look at professional athletes and you just in your head are like, wow, it must be great to just be a gifted athlete. And the hours, that's it. Yeah. It's like, they're not, I mean, a lot of them are just gifted athletes, but they still have to, they still have to put in fucking 18 hours a day on the court or on the, on the field practicing, whatever the fuck. It's just not, you know. Yeah, they need both of those things yeah. to be incredible. Like Tiger Woods, he still hit that's it three thousand balls a day or whatever the fuck it was. I mean, listen, I believe that there's probably in every sport one or two outliers that probably wouldn't have to practice as much, but still do just to just to sharpen their tools or whatever. But I just think those people are so few and far between. But I guess my point was just I feel like now I just I don't know I look at things a lot differently. Somebody gave me a seniors discount the other day. Yikes. Yeah. And I don't know what Yikes. to make of that because I'm not sure. Because you're Jewish and you want the discount. Well, for sure. <laughs> for sure, Maddie. But I'm not sure if. So I go in. I pay for it. It's cheaper than the price on the thing. And I said, oh, is it a big sale today? And she said, oh, no, I gave you the seniors discount. And I was like, oh, thanks. And then I thought. Did she give me the seniors discount because she was trying to help me because that would get me a better deal? Or is she giving me the seniors discount because she thinks I'm a senior because I have gray in my beard? I mean, you can't ask because once you ask, the discount goes away. Right. And as a Jew, well, that's what I, I was had saying. To just yeah, you're better. <laughs> oh, it's tough, Simon. It's tough. Yeah, it was bad, man. It was bad. I didn't like it. It didn't feel good. I would have rather paid. Like, I only saved, like, it ended up being like 65 cents or something. But yeah, I no longer get ID'd. I don't think you look old, but I could see why someone thought you were old. No, no. Dude, a senior's discount is like 65 and over. Get the I fuck out of here. I think it's 55 and over. Okay, even if it's 55 but and over, on, I, I still don't. You wouldn't think I was no. 55. If anything, you would think I was younger than my age, I think. Mm, no, I mean I'd give you okay, I'd fine. give you 40. I, listen, I'm just saying I would give you 40. If I was if I was serving you in a bar, I'd say this guy's 40. I just want to be honest. Yeah. Mm. What a prick. You know what? I've had enough of you. I think you look young, but I can see how someone thinks you're old. I don't care. I, it's I, all right, I, Simon. I You'd serve Kamar and think he wouldn't him. tip. There's all we all look at each other with certain eyes. It's fine. It's true. Simon would never serve. <laughs> <laughs> um no, but seriously, uh he was uh really taken back by what he talked about uh, Kanye's intellect. Mm-hmm. He was like, uh, Kanye's really smart, and Joe's are like, ah, I don't need that in my life. Or it's it's sort of weird Joe's stance that has progressed after that phone call. Kanye's not going on. No, no, I don't think so. But I'm stand um, by that. 
Mr. Uh, Weinstein. Weinstein thought was uh, taken back by Kanye's what he said emotional intellect. I think he yeah, described well, it he as. Yeah, he spent like two days with him or something. I just I really respect this. What I found weird was that Joe started talking about like his medication and stuff. What medication? He was like, yeah, and Kanye told me that he hasn't been taking his meds for six mm. months. I was like, that's interesting. Like, you think divulging that information is a little personal? or? Well, I, I, I think he was saying that Kanye came out and said that, like openly, mm-hmm. like in an interview, not oh, to I him. Oh, I see, not I think that's Joe. what Joe oh, was saying. Oh, I got yeah. Joe. Okay, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Um, I have a feeling whatever he was on was probably crushing his creative process. I, I, I assume the madness is part of the process. But I did not expect that from him, you know? From who? From uh, Wein- oh, Weinstein. Weinstein. That what? That he had hung out with Kanye? And the, the, Well, most people well, you ask would tell you Kanye's an idiot or whatever. It is so funny, though. When he wasn't like that. He was like, he's really smart, eh? eh? Kanye's Kanye. I was surprised. Yeah. I got no comment. <clears throat> they, uh, he was talking about this uh, surfer kid. Did you? Uh, Kai Lenny? Mm-hmm. Did you got either of you guys? No. Did they, or they, did they show that in the episode? I didn't watch it. I listened. That kid does some crazy fucking shit. Oh, like moves oh, on the, the top of the big waves. Yeah, and like <clears throat> flips and shit where he lands and he then keeps going and does it. You know what? It's much more like skateboarding than uh, surfing. I, I very cool, man. Very what? cool. Well, if he, you get a chance, I would look that kid up. But did he bring him up to compare him just to people who just do things differently all of a sudden? That yeah, pushing the bar, pushing the boundaries. I think that was how it started. I think they were. Like he's just building this whole time. Coffee. They were Laird talking about Hamilton's drinking Laird's coffee. coffee, which then they started talking about yeah, Laird, okay. and then they started talking about surfers. Like this is no fool, this guy. Sorry, can I repeat that? He's this guy's no fool. No fool. No, he's obviously pretty. But 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 not even like some people say who would like they they know. But there's one thing like he, he even though he self admittedly somewhere on the spectrum, you know he has his balance in in the culture and his thinking like music and pop culture and health and science and just everything. He seems like a really well rounded guy, despite he's saying he goes to church. You know what I mean. I mean, he's an interesting dude for sure. I didn't know he was so full of spite. Spite for uh, academia and like the and physicists and their clique. I mean, he was really that took a turn there. I was like, well, this is fucking. He, I get it. I yeah. Can you draw the parallel between uh, another great mind who comes on Joe Rogan? His initials are G H. He was also totally, um, that's Graham Hancock. Yes, Simon, thank you. He was also had to fight the establishment of um, academia who were saying his ideas were crazy. And uh, look where we are now. (laughs) Look where where we we are are now, now. where most of academia is still saying a lot of his stuff is crazy. Well, we know differently now, don't we, Matthew? Listen, he still goes aliens. That's how the book ends, doesn't it? Not aliens. Uh, psychic abilities. He doesn't believe in aliens, I don't think. Or if he does, he doesn't talk about it. Um, they talk about sharks and orcas for a while. Yep. So I don't know if you want to uh, talk about orcas a little bit. I think it's interesting that he'll always use animals as an analogy 
because they do what they do without influence of social media or whatever. And so it's a better test for saying this behavior. We ha- we must understand this behavior is because of this. Like it, it all adds up. Whereas a human could do something and a scientist would be like, I don't know why they did that. Is that true? <laughs> you just no, said no, you a lost whole me lot of there. words. The whole last part was like mumbled. And then you asked me if it was true. He'd constantly be like, well, let's look at this animal. Okay. This animal does this, it does this, and that explains something that is a a fact. You know what I mean? A like, fact about human beings or about that animal? A fact about just science working. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's why bit. you use them as analogies? Oh, I see, because it's a, a, it's a dumbed-down version of what human beings do more complex. Yes. Yeah, maybe. That makes sense. I want to know why... Okay, so... Sharks, we know. You go swimming with sharks, and they're going to fucking bite you. Why don't orcas attack humans? Like, I know he said there was one attack and blah, blah, whatever. In captivity, they attack humans. I know. In the wild, though, for the most part. And we know, because we've seen it on video, where people just, like, you know, they come across orcas while they're swimming or in their kayaks. Like, they just, they have no interest in attacking humans. Uh, that's just so weird like do they it's not that weird they're probably like we are aware that they're mammals they said orcas are dolphins in this too they're probably also like that's a mammal I don't eat mammals they said orcas are dolphins right what Uh, orca is like a big dolphin yes that's what they said in this as part of it but but so um, when you say why do orcas dolphins save us too or yeah yeah why and every other animal attacks us well no just like every other animal even uh, deer eat mice. Like I, we're not going to get into that. But point is, most animals, if they they take advantage of protein, if they can get it, right? Whether it be um, two animals of the same species, like a lot of the time they'll eat each other. So I get what you're saying. A mammal doesn't want to eat a mammal, but does, is that true? Like across the line, I don't know. does the killer whale not eat any other mammals or? I don't I mean, know, it just... The killer whale eats the seal? Is the seal not a mammal? A seal's not a mammal, is it? A seal is not a mammal. I don't know. A seal is a mammal. Well, check it out, Kamar. How the f- I don't know. I think it's a mammal. Maybe it is. I mean, they live off seals, so if a seal's a mammal, then that shit's out the fucking... Yeah, I mean, it lives on land, it breathes air. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Anyways, I, I just, I find that that's one of those like weird things about the world that nobody is quite able to figure out. Well, I'll think about it too. Maybe we don't know that for sure. Like maybe, you know, people that have been lost at sea, maybe they got eaten by orcas it's and we just, true. you know, we don't know. They're about just the ones so good at, come they're home. just so good at covering it up. Yeah. Like they're just the fucking killers of the sea. Maybe that's it. And they're hyper smart. So they're staying away from us. So you don't see them all the time. But again, I, we go back to the um, anecdotal evidence where people actually run into them and they don't. Yeah. Do I mean, it's crazy. But if you run into a great white shark, in the same situation that thing is going to eat you yeah no doubt no doubt and do you guys watch shark week when it comes on no i watch it all the time some of those great whites are like literally and i use that word correctly the size of a fucking school bus like they are so big they are so big 
Yeah, I, I got twenty three. But the little one can fuck you up anyway. So yeah. oh, it can. <laughs> when it gets that big, I'm just saying these are yeah. these are legitimate monsters. You know, agreed. Did you guys ever watch that show, um, River Monsters? I think it was called. I mean, I'm aware of it. I never watched it. It, it's it's um yeah, i know it's about river monsters a yeah. lot of you know fluff for every episode yeah. but the fucking things that guy is actually catching again monsters man <laughs> these fish are like the fact that these things exist yeah. in the water in the water in the wild <laughs> just picking people off as they're fucking washing their you know laundry in the river yeah Listen, I don't know, man. Like, Anyways. think about India. Like you said, you could literally be doing your laundry in the river and a fucking python could come up and choke you to death. Yeah, you're right. Fuck that. Killer whales get menopause. That's something I learned in this episode. That's interesting. That is very interesting. So what's interesting about that is animals... Okay, so most animals, when they can no longer um, have babies, that's the end of their life. They're of no use anymore. Like, cause most animals can have kids right until the end. Whereas a killer whale will have menopause and then still have use to her pod. So she's no longer able to have babies, but she's still teaching she's an and imparting wisdom. And that's, it's a very human like quality. I th- didn't they mention though, the salmon only have one run. Yeah. They breed and then they die. Yeah. Which is so interesting, eh? That the, that fish. Well, that's has... why they give it their all. That's what they said. Because mm-hmm. they, they know they only, only have, have the one, one shot. shot at it. That's why they swim upstream. He's, pay, and he's, he's just all this time. Well, no, the upstream is so that it's the only the strongest of but the. But do they know they're gonna die, or do they just? You know what I'm saying? They're just doing what they think they got to do. They don't know their life. They don't know they're gonna die. They clearly don't know that or, there's a bear there waiting as well. That's there's a problem. Always a bear there. Uh, one bear it's like a fucking gauntlet <laughs> yeah. of bears that's the thing with those fish right that's why so many have to swim up because so many are getting lost it's like have you ever seen when those uh, turtles are born on the beach yeah and only and like they gotta run to the water only a fraction of them make it to the water because they the, just get picked off those left, birds right, and know yeah. they wait for them to be born and then they yeah the you know nature is fucking metal man no but there's shit. no there's no feelings involved that's what i keep seeing it's just this is the way it has to work. Oh, they don't care. Uh, yeah, they don't care. I mean, it's not there's no feelings involved. You see mothers like attacking animals ten times their size, like trying of desperately. There, the the mother. Uh, yeah, but bond that's is but to say there's strong. no feeling. No, there's no feeling. Um, to do what you have to do to survive. I get it. To feed your kids, there's yeah. no. Feeling. But that's how we live too. You eat a Pre- burger, you're like, pretty like much. you're not thinking about the cow that fucking got slaughtered two days before Again, you're just, just the burger the monkey with the crown you know we think that we feel so and we can understand so we're above that right mm-hmm. yeah that's that's our deflect defect one of many one of many one of many um Simon's just dying to get to the end of this where he can really start getting to the meat of what he wants to ask us. <laughs> I, th- I think he's got to start doing some defending he has to start doing some defending. No, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. What else you got there, Simon? Um, I mean, just speaking of dolphins and orcas, imagine if you found out that um, they had made their own currency. Like if they, animals had they were using a way to trade. coral to like buy favor. Because did you hear that whole thing about the dolphin sluts? Yeah. 
how yeah. they fuck everyone so all the guys are invested in all the kids they don't know all the things but imagine you found out that there was like a dolphin um bob lazar whorehouse yeah a dolphin bob lazar exactly. <laughs> no well, monkeys were, monkeys were doing that remember were, were they yeah we found that out in like the fourth episode of this show of our show trading sex for bananas yeah, it was like Something grapes. Like that. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right, Matt. And if they were doing it, then That's monkeys across the world were doing it as well on that whole rat thing. Well, yeah, right? no, but my point was just that once they introduced these monkeys to this currency, they were trading it for sex. Hmm. But we expect that of monkeys, right? Because they're closer to us. It's just my when, point is just if it's nature, you know, there's if it can't be that far apart. If it's us to monkeys, it's not that far fetched for me. For it to be, you know. Well, I wonder how much um, stuff goes on in nature that we are just not aware of that it's happening. And especially in the ocean, right? Like, I mean, I think the big thing, Simon, is harder to film all the time and to have like uh, the pressure uh, trail cams and stuff, you know, Simon, the other thing is opposable thumbs. It's tough to collect things without opposable thumbs. Mm hmm. Right. But if we could make drone fish or something. Drone fish. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, to um, to film them down there. Instead of thinking of it as a big setup, thinking of it as some sort of smaller setup. Do you know there's a vulture that flies at thirty thousand feet? That's high. That's real high. That's it planes. Must, does it have just like amazing eyesight? Is it able to see its prey from up there? What's it doing up there? I'm not sure. I'll show you this thing. Someone posted on Reddit. It's a photo, and it's like the. It's pretty much how deep the earth goes and how high up stuff is. What's crazy is I just I was looking at the photo and I was like, this seems interesting, but it's not giving me a lot of info. So I just tapped on it just to see if I was missing something. And all of a sudden, the photo became the skinniest thing I've ever seen. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I, I zoomed in. The photo is like six meters long because that's how deep and high the earth goes, but it shows you like how deep we've gone, the Marianas Trench. Kamar, someone also posted, I meant to send this to you, a photo of what the earth looks like with no water. Did you, really? Yeah. Did you see the curve? Well, no, it's like a it's like a 3D <laughs> rendering. Did you see the curve? What a piece of shit. What a piece of shit. Okay, <laughs> oh. Simon, let's just get to what you want to talk about. You want to you want to figure out what he's you want to get to the bottom of this light speed well, travel. Well, no, well he he also complained about uh social media and the algorithms. And I was listening to the thing today about how um all the people who developed all these apps all started by like just like Hotep was talking about like uh, gaming, you know, like like psychological triggers of human beings, like using that as the thing, and then they the second thing they found out was that you have to have people in thought bubbles, so they only see what they have, so they keep engaging with it. And I mean, it's, it, that's ex exactly where we have found ourselves today. But it's all based on manipulation of these people. But they're not even think they're doing good or bad. They're just doing like, how do we do this? Who does this the best? Yeah, get us addicted to uh, technology. So that was a good uh, a breeze. Just before we get there, he did confirm that Rogan was in the crosshairs, just like uh, Milo said. How so? Well, he said that you were one of the guys. There were you, Ruben, and uh, but you were, and Joe was like, I didn't even know that was going on. I didn't even know. Yeah, that but was I mean, like, Joe. No, but think about it. Joe's talked about this many times. How he's like. I've never been trending. 
Joe could get millions of right. views and yeah. he's never trending, yeah. which means obviously. Now, keep in mind, in Canada, he does trend. Mm-hmm. His videos trend here as well as, like, Kamara, was it you? I mean, I know we were talking about it. I don't know if I showed you the list, but they had a list of quote-unquote controversial YouTubers. Most of them weren't that controversial. They were gamers like KSI. Well, that's the interesting thing. What is controversial now? Yeah, but anyway, the point was is they were showing all these controversial YouTubers and how, how many times they were trending in the States, and it was zeros across the board. And then they showed videos they had trending in Canada, and they actually had some in there. So, I mean, we obviously have... I think there's a difference between... Uh, all the YouTubes, yeah, for sure. Y- yeah, there is because um, there are certain videos I can't play in Canada, but if I was in the states, they would play. Yeah, just but that's all just like uh, that's all just like the rights and stuff. Yeah, you know, whatever it is, that's just evidence that it yeah, can be shut down, or, or I, we don't all get the same service. I mean, listen, if you live in the states, you get the best of everything as far as like streaming services and access to entertainment and i mean it's like when i lived there it was shocking that's what it feels like shocking that's the dream they're selling you almost enough to break into that country for so yeah you want to get to the portal go ahead simon well i mean i I don't get it he did say but 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 but, (laughs) but you're affected because he did say he doesn't really have time for ancient civilizations and aliens no, Kamar, that's not what... Hold on, let's stop. I think the portal, Simon, before... I like that, though, Kamar. <laughs> Don't say you like that, because that's just... Hold on, hold on. He takes your fucking side all the time, and I take his side one... No, but it's a silly... That's a silly argument. He's, like, assuming that I can't have a proper opinion about I... this subject because he makes one... Two. He made two. Okay, Kamar, let me tell you, <laughs> I have many opinions that don't revolve around fucking ancient aliens. All okay, right? fair enough. Give us one. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, no, I just no, mean, uh, Matthew, I, I, that I can, I can think um, uh, impartially about this guy, whether or not he likes ancient aliens or not. That's not I'm why aware, I have Simon. A, I'm aware. an issue, which isn't even an issue. I just, I couldn't understand what he was talking about okay well let's uh let's you un- didn't notice him mention that though hold on kamar let's unpack well, this yeah i mean briefly okay so maybe it didn't affect you my bad um simon i think the portal was like a metaphorical thing he was talking about you're aware of that right I'm, of course okay. i'm aware of that because you were just saying like as the name of his podcast yeah and just what he was talking about as the portal for him i i, I don't think he what are you doing over there i don't think he was talking about uh like an actual portal. Well, I think I have to disagree there, Matt, because he on many occasions was talking about how this is a portal and that's a portal. Like he, I think he thinks that, and again, I don't care. I'm not getting down on this guy at all. Sure. But I think that he thinks that there are actually portals to take you to the future, somewhere else, the future, obviously, or maybe the past. We, we've got to start with the Octonian. Okay, let's start with the Octonian because that made zero sense to me too. Doesn't that sound like a fucking alien? It it all sounded very cool, but yeah. I just didn't understand what he was talking about. Because like, he doesn't understand what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, There's this thing that exists that no one understands. I know the most about it, and I don't know shit about it. And if I told you for the rest of my life about it, I still wouldn't know anything about it, but it exists. That is the, what has to be... Basically, that's the code to break. He wrote this whole giant paper where he 
I guess, like revolutionized physics somehow or is going to, but it hasn't happened yet because he's very angry at... um, but my thing, yeah, Sean, Sean Carroll, Carroll and his wife. And his wife. Yeah. My whole thing is this: I don't understand. Yeah, that got personal. His the first paper that they buried, where he wasn't that one. Also, he revolutionized physics, or he revolutionized something. But they had buried it. Wasn't that the whole thing? He had written a paper. That's how this whole. And he's not a physicist. This yeah, is the big problem. But that's okay. So I guess my question is, and I, again, I'm nowhere near. I'm nowhere near as smart as this guy. How do you write a physics paper if you don't if you aren't a physicist or if you don't know a great deal? Because I think it's the it's more the calculations. I like I think I think what I learned from this episode of nothing is he else a mathematician is aliens. I think are, he was a mathematician. Okay. He is a he is a mathematician. Okay, then that that answers the question. If he's a mathematician, then I'm. But aliens are a social construct. Math is not. That's what he established here. What he was saying is, I don't have time for thinking about ancient aliens or aliens because Octonians are something that we know exists that are aliens. Like, we don't know anything about them. Exactly. We don't know why they're here. We don't know what they are. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Basically, what this guy did was he Annie Jacobs in this whole episode. He said... No, no. He only did that for the last 40 minutes. Oh, for the last 40 minutes. I'm sorry, Matt. Well, but just give the guy his dues, you know. He did start talking about the portal before 40 minutes. Well, he's there to sell his podcast, clearly. Right. That was I'm just saying, intent, for sure. As far as the traveling at the speed of light shit at the but, end but, was but, what right. I'm talking but about. But could he not... Uh, did he not describe Joe's show almost as a portal? Mm-hmm. I think he did, which saying like... This thing happens, and then you are from that. That's why I was saying it's metaphorical. It's coming, not, you're in a new space that you weren't, but it like it happened almost at a at a time. I don't think it's a physical. I mean, he definitely open. he definitely got super sci-fi once he started talking about basically traveling faster than the speed of light okay so this is what i'm getting at and hold on but he even hold on let's just stop because i think this went really unnoticed he said some really crazy shit like he was like we're gonna have to either be able to re like rebuild ourselves using particles or tardigrant reconstruction like i was like he was using what he's talking about is like i don't even think we are i mean let's say he's right He'll be right thousands of years from now with what he's talking about. I don't think we're Something talking. Like I don't think we're talking about a hundred like or it's hundreds quite, of it's years. Quite possible. Can I, mean, I can I tell you what I think? Just it'll take two seconds. It's your podcast too. No, no, what no. are we sitting here for? Yeah, I just I think he and I don't understand it, but I think he was saying without saying it that he had the answer to life. No. Yeah, like he had somehow figured out <laughs> like, this huge. Listen, if he's talking about traveling at the speed of light, he has and the opening portals, and he figured out this equation that disproves physics, and that's why they're all so mad at him. Like, what he said though, he was talking about that one, the C line, the one cell. The one guy said, this thing does everything humans do and will map this thing out. Oh, yeah, that has a thousand and, and cells. And it's a crazy it graph. just has a thousand cells. And he said... That's the C. elegans. C. elegans. C. elegans, yes. And he said, if you were to do this for a human being, I mean, you, 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 you just you you can't. You would never be able you can't, to do You it. can't do this, but that, that, I think he thinks, is the secret life. So he's saying there is... I mean, there's a path. It seems impossible now, but... 
That was one of my favorite moments of this podcast, though, is when he was like, he goes, see Elegans. And then uh, he's like, what are you saying? See elephants? And he's like, no, no, see elegant. Jamie, look it up. And you could just, without even seeing Jamie's face, I could see Jamie being like, see elegant? Like well, He found it. But um, yeah, no, the, the, he's trying to be very dramatic. Obviously, I can see the... Um, Sounds That's like he, a portal. He's peddling. <laughs> he's peddling to get his podcast out there. But I, I subscribe to it, and it's only got a two-minute, this is my podcast, stay tuned. <laughs> Which I think was a bad day, because he said he had a bunch of the cans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean... I think you have a portal, Matthew, in your grinder. That takes your weed? That takes my weed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's exactly my point, okay? So I didn't even know that, Kamar. I didn't even know Excuse that... Me. He doesn't have an episode of his podcast up, but he came on Rogan. He talked about, again, I think as I understood it, some like time travel or something and said that he's going to do, tell you about it on his podcast. And now there isn't even an episode of the podcast. That's that, that's quite right, interesting. Well, let's Maybe keep in mind. Well, hold on. Let's keep in mind. Elon Musk went on and was like, oh, yeah, I'm the, going to blow everyone's mind with the Neuralink in like no time. And we time still, has passed. Yeah, time has passed, and we still. My mind hasn't been blown. I haven't, you know. We've I mean, been waiting for Elon. Listen, yeah. for all I know, he really did do all of this stuff, and will be telling us about it. You know what no, I'm saying? No, no, that that is possible. No, he's trying to crowdsource this. I, I that's what I understand. His podcast is going to be. Hold on, crowdsource these, what? Listen, these, until I, this guy Bill and Ted's himself back to me with Napoleon and Gandhi and a bunch of other fucking. There's no crowdsourcing. I don't. I, what I, he I says, can't understand what he's talking. What about. he's saying. You agree? What he's saying? Yes, Simon, I agree. You. What he's saying is the work on physics has frozen for forty years, saying this is. All, I, I understood all that. things we're learning new things is here, and he's saying I don't believe that, and no, I want to go in there and find out if I can find light speed. Kamar, <laughs> what he said though is that uh, you, you were right up until the point. Then he said, "But I've done it," and that's why they're all so angry about him because he's. I think he's put up some sort of theory that contradicts something, so that it's possible he could. Figure this out. I think that's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. And that's enough in the scientific community to, who the fuck do you think you are? Well, no, it's because in the scientific community, you have to, it's not anything until it can be disproven. Well, and you, so until someone can, until someone can look at his work and go, oh, here's the issue, then there's nothing. That's, that's the scientific world's issue is that until you, it, it would be like if right now I said, I, I figured out cold fusion or fission whatever the fuck the one they can't figure out is but then i was like but i'm not giving it to anyone yeah yeah i, I don't i, I don't, haven't written the paper yet That's i don't all I, I don't think he's doing that you don't think he's doing that i don't think he's mm-hmm. cla- i think he says i don't want to say out loud that i'm trying to find to go faster than speed of light but i'm saying it out loud and i don't want to be ridiculed for it Listen, my problem is I've always liked this guy he's always seemed level-headed other than playing the harmonica on the show uh, I just this I don't know the only thing you know, it's ended with pure crack pottery in my opinion because of us having this conversation now I'm starting to level out because I thought I just thought the Octonians are the aliens those are the codes break that open the travel the AI the singularity that's how that all happens I think that's the the, the key piece but you didn't say anything but, there Kamar what like the Octonians are the are, aliens 
or or more important than going back to the pyramids to figure out if those were aliens or not. Like this is literal magical, mystical shit in front of your face. Do you know what Octonians are? It's some eight-dimensional number system. Because I don't know what Octonians so are. So I know more so. than you do. <laughs> <laughs> but you I, just keep saying they're aliens, and I don't, like... He I said it's an alien. Like, I don't even understand what he was saying. Joe kept asking him again, like, but how, how do these numbers work? And he was saying they use them, interesting, for CGI and... The computers use these to do CGI and virtual reality. Like it, it's just coming together in front of my face. That's the that's <coughs> the proof of the simulation. Exactly. Yeah. It's it it's almost like him talking about it building itself. But I found like look, I don't want to badmouth anyone. We've already been through this. But you if just want to badmouth his intent. If we're looking at intent, um, even the way he brought up his podcast. It all seemed a little contrived. And again, it felt like he was making grandiose statements and then having no substance to back them up. And then when Joe asked him about it, it, it was like this big long way. Again, where he started talking about Octone, just more things that I didn't understand. So it, it was felt just like getting more and more confusing. It felt like he watched the Bob Lazar episode and was like, you know what? <laughs> I've had enough I'm of gonna this do shit. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I know Joe. I'm going to call Joe and... Honey, I'm going to LA. I think you're right, Matt. And I think something like that happened. Yes. But yet, no, he's, I'm sick of this stuff getting attention. And I'm sure he sat down with Graham Hancock. And I'm sure he doesn't think highly of him. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he, he said, you know, ancient alien stuff, uh, like, I can entertain that. I'm not going to judge. But that's like saying... I'm not racist, but yeah. th- that's what he said. That, that's what no, I. But again, come I, on, I, had to feel I, that. I think you're missing the point there. He was getting at that. There's. It's like when I say, "Why are we going to space when we have the ocean?" It's like, why are we worried about aliens, whether they exist or not? If we have these aliens right in front of our face, which is physics, which we don't understand. Yeah. Or that he understands, but nobody else understands. Well, the one thing that I thought was interesting, at least if we're going to talk about shit that we might be able to talk about on a level that we understand. I I liked that he uh, when he I mean, this I can at least get behind when he was like, we they just accept that Einstein is like the base and that like that's the first thing they teach you. I mean. I'm on board with the fact that like that's always kind of stifled um, innovation was people being stuck on an idea that like this is definitive and it can't change and can't be. And then usually throughout time, we realize that that thing is either very wrong or slightly wrong and that we had it. So, I mean, I'm with him in the sense that like, you know, maybe if someone does look at it from from a different standpoint, that maybe something could change for sure. But I just I'm just. I'm not smart enough to look at what he said in the last 40 to 50 minutes of this podcast and put it together as anything other than what I said earlier, which was crack pottery, is what it sounded like to me. It sounded, it sounded like the ravings of an old man. Yeah, but he, we, we established up until this point, he's smart. He was a smart dude. Listen, I'm, I agree. I, <laughs> so, so, so is it just like there's a, a part of his body that's just crazy? And no, and listen, can, I don't, at no I point... I, I, I can't put together. And Simon, at no point during his explanation did he get a wicked migraine where he could no longer explain it. So, you know, it, I believe it's more on me and us than him. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's more me and you just not being able to grasp 
what a really smart person was saying. Not to say you're dumb. Well, I'm not discounting the fact that this guy could be on to like something huge. Maybe he did figure out something to do with fucking time travel. Like, who knows? I just found that he was very like... (laughs) I don't want to say vague, but like he was... It seemed almost snake oily where he was waiting to sell you this giant idea, but only on his podcast, you know? Kamar, did you buy his $100 book? Yeah. (laughs) No. Um, I I don't know what it has to do with anything, but uh, he went on uh, Impulsive. What's Impulsive? Logan Paul's podcast. Eric Weinstein? Yeah, with those guys. All right. Well, and, and he was able to. He, I I don't know what it means, you guys. Like, they that, couldn't get past his religion in an hour conversation. Like, he never got to any of this exciting stuff. He couldn't get by whose religion? Hold on. He went on Logan and Jake Paul's podcast. That to me. So what the hell is this guy up to? I mean, he's obviously trying to push his podcast. What's the intent here? Yeah. Well, listen, everyone's got to make a living. But I think his intent is to crowdsource his theory that we could. But he said to Joe, the last thing I wanted to do was to be famous. I didn't want any notoriety. But then it was like he, he, I think he was saying, but I have this info and the world needs to hear it. He's a new Graham Hancock. He's a mathematician conspiracy. But he did Joe's show. And Joe let him have the floor to talk about whatever the fuck he wanted. But he still needs to, like, do this. Is he going to do the fighter and the kid next? Well, I just... I mean, he said he really liked Brian. Yeah, he said he had a great conversation with well, Brian. It, listen, he could, I could see him going on the fighter and the kid and them discussing some great stuff. I can't see him going on Logan Paul. But as I was... Def- well, he did. I'm telling you that. I, I believe you. I just That seems crazy. As, as I'm defending him now... It's this all- is like Bob Lazar <laughs> opening a whorehouse. I just don't know what to do with this info. Like the It's starting to swirl, and I'm starting to see like he's having like maybe his Coney moment. <laughs> if you see him running around the block naked yeah. in the next couple of days, we know he's snapped. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I, I, don't know what to, I don't know what to do. Now that you've told me that, Kamar, that... that uh, I'm having a tough time now. But he was able to he was able to hang out in that environment. He started this podcast with the whole podcast company, eh? What do you mean? Like it's not like it's an organic um <coughs> he went right to like uh some sort of big conglomeration. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Who, Weinstein? Weinstein. So they're yeah. figuring out advertising and all that bullshit. That yeah, I just, I, I don't. Um, it's not Rebel Radio. Yeah, but it's probably smarter for someone who has zero know-how. Like, let me just use this as an example. Do you guys think without me, you guys could have gotten this thing up? You could have figured it out, right? Basically, one of you could have. It would have taken time, but you guys would have eventually figured out the gear. I think what we computer. would put up would be less than. But my point is, you put up, yeah. You would have get to get it on the air. Is you would have asking. You would have gotten it up. Is my point. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So that's what I'm saying, though. Is I don't think he has even the basic know-how to go out and buy the gear, do it himself. I think for him, it's easier to just go to a company with his name, and then they'll do everything for him. His name has a rogue bump. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he just goes to a company. They say, "Listen, we'll work out the analytics." 
We'll put, we'll give you the gear. We have the studio. It just makes yeah. sense to me. I know. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm and just giving you information. This guy okay, works. Sorry, I was just saying, to me, that makes sense. This guy to. works with Peter Thiel, which is just another crazy thing. Because Peter true. Thiel is a super Trump supporter, yeah. and this guy does not like Donald Trump at all. And I, I don't want you to get me wrong here. Like, I, you know, he had to fight the, um, the academic, 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 the physics community, whoever, like I'm with him there. I'm sure those people were unfairly judging him. And like, we know that to be true from all sorts of different, the, the guys from ancient Egypt, you know, there's a really good example right away. Archaeologists, the Egyptologists actually. Sure. Okay. but the guys just, from Egypt just, is a bit vague. That's right. All. I'm sorry. We just know that they would do anything to protect their um, the 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 status na- quo narrative they're running. Right. So mm-hmm. again, I'm not. I'm not. But taking... I just think that's such a weird. St- that's such a blanket statement. We know that the Egyptologist community is protecting their nut. Like you're saying that all of them across the board are just like grand. Ha- no, no, I, I, but, but that's just a really good example of a group of scholars who were unwilling to look at any other possibilities and now are having to look at other possibilities. Like that's not beyond the realm of, of reason to think that he's in the exact same situation is all I'm saying. I see the worst part about this is have you looked into Graham Hancock? Oh no! I wouldn't want to. And do neither that. of I wouldn't I. want to do that. So, but wait, no, no, but Hancock, just take Gobekli Tepe, which is a place where look. They said it is impossible it, for why? for <laughs> ancient Egypt back. to be older than this because we have no proof of any other civilization that's older than this. Then they found the proof. Like that has nothing. I to get do it, with but Hancock. Simon, what I'm saying though is, I just mentioned that this has happened in every single field across humanity forever, where we've done this. And and you just seem to be stuck on. No, you got stuck, man. I'm agreeing with you. I was just giving you an example of another situation where. But I'm okay. But this guy has released nothing, so there's not a Gobekli Tempe. Again, like I said, until he. Sh- uh, right. Agreed, he needs a podcast. But I'm not. I'm not going to discount. Um, the fact that he says that he was being, that's not my. My intent <laughs> is not to break this guy down because. <laughs> Why you should on his intent? Well, I d- I don't know what his intent was to sell his podcast. Well, th- if that's his only intent, and then, uh, I guess there's. I think I think that. him and what's Graham Hancock's intent? I hope <laughs> to find the truth. I mean, maybe it's to get rich, but the guy's written a ton of books. Like, I don't think. Um, I really don't. Again, who knows, Kamar? Like, I, I don't want to get stuck on Graham Hancock. I think his, po- not, I think his uh, podcast could be boring, too. It's like, uh, still nothing new, but uh, go back to <laughs> the ruins of our rock and or whatever. Uh, my point was... Um, it's ancient. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. No don't, new don't updates. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no new updates. Simon's pissed now. Simon's pissed. Did, did you listen to the one that Sam Harris had with the doctor? No. About technology? No. And they were talking about how... Um, Simon... Like a major- majority of doctors aren't totally adopting new technologies. You know what I mean? They've been a doctor for 20 years without all the new technologies mm-hmm. say we've had in the last 10 years. So there's a log jam of like newer doctors eventually will use it, but it's there's a pushback from older guys, uh, which could be across the board in all these fields. It's just a, 
a change of the guard because someone who's been doing something for 20 years and yeah, well, it's wants to for 20 years old new tricks. Yeah, you don't want to fucking. So this may be uh, looked back as a portal of a log jam that we have to get through. You had to throw a portal there, didn't you? I tried because I thought I <laughs> we were raised and then we got the internet and now we're dealing with people who are raised by the internet and they're just starting to, they're not even old yet. Yeah. Like in 10 more years, we're going to have an onslaught of people raised by the internet, which we know from the fight is cold. Yeah. I well, just, Kamar, I'm, I bought into his, his boyish wonder. This I'm guy. 83, which puts me actually literally on the cusp of Generation X and Millennial. They say 83 is like the cutoff. So, yeah, I'm truly in that like I grew up without the internet and truly with it. But I think my generation is the most fucked from that. But now there's a generation that's just grown up I, that's exactly, with it. Yeah. Nothing. But no, 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 but hold no. on. I will say this. The generation that grew up in the 90s is more fucked. Because I actually think the kids growing up now are more understanding and more... Not if you, you get knocked the fuck out. Well, listen, the internet's a cold place for sure. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But it's just... It, it, it is um, interesting. And they also mentioned in that uh, that episode... That Watson, remember everyone thought Watson was amazing on Jeopardy? Yeah, the computer. But it basically was just Google with a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? And everyone was like, it's going to change the world. But no, it was just a search engine that we wheeled out that was the, the best one. And nothing has come of Watson. Yeah. So technology is just... Because you walk around with Watson in your pocket now. Exactly. What, what we could figure out with this guy's math, I just bought into. And I know I don't understand it. Any more than you guys don't understand it, but it it just it seems so much more tangible than going back. That's the perfect place to end it. That was so poignant. That was perfect. Nope, Simon's not happy. What do you got to say, Simon? Nothing. Whatever. You want to end it there? Fine. No, no. I want to hear what you have to say. I'm so. What I, else do you have there? I got nothing. I, I. He said that he has the source code for reality. Like, Which what's what that would that, that it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I looked up what source means, code meant. That statement means he believes we're living in a simulation, a hundred percent. Something like that. If you have the source code for reality, how can we go three and a half hours and still have no idea what the fuck <laughs> no, this but guy was talking he, about? He showed us. He showed us for the ceiling, the ceiling, the sea ceiling, sea elegance, the sea elegance. <laughs> <laughs> The C. Elegant. Oh my God! He showed us the source code for C. C. Elegant. He showed us that. Yeah. Okay. And he said it's impossible right now. What do you think a C. Elegant is? Like a fucking leech. I don't it's know. It's like a microbe or something. Little yeah. microbe. It's got yeah, a yeah. thousand cells. Okay. And they mapped it all out, and it's so amazing to look at, and they still don't know why that. So what's that saying that? That thing we can't, and how are we ever going to know what we are? But there is that information exists that we could find out about ourselves. But maybe it's scary. Maybe it's finding out we are the simulation. Maybe that's what the end of figuring out the source code of human is. It just—it's way more dream boom boom than the ancient aliens and stuff. Way more dreamy boom boom, like crazy. <laughs> if he actually gets us to go faster than the speed of light, just like everything changes, man. Yeah. Agreed. We're back in business. We're back in business. We this are is, the aliens. This is what I'm talking about. Like, if if this is going on and he has this info, well, he's going to tell us all about it on a podcast. Your argument could also be, oh, here, I'm about to fuck your head up, and then I'm just going to press the button and end this. Oh, my, that's not fair. He could figure out. He could figure out light speed, and he, Eric Weinstein, 
is the one that's carved on all the rocks that Graham Hancock is talking about. He goes back in time and he gives all the ancient people <laughs> the source code for life and they start moving bricks with their mind with his source code. Well, and it's all full circle, Simon. It's a paradox. The, it's a big paradox. Goodbye, the, folks. Thanks the, for listening. The heads on um, Easter Island. There you Easter go. Island looked totally very look much like, like Weinstein. There you go. One hundred percent. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna work backwards on this one. He's you're gonna, gonna raise. <laughs> you said ancient that. aliens were irrelevant. Shows what you know. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep your eyes open. No, no. All right. Um, real quick. We gotta rate it. Well, we are. You already did. You're yeah, giving it a four, four and a half. Five. Yep. Give, you're going to four. I give five. I give five. It was perfect. So your weekly rating was I, fucked then. I, I never did. Once again. Once again. I'm going to give it a four. Just because I was so... I, I found it long. I got lost. I, I wish I could I wasn't take certain. back the 4.5. Yeah, well, it's too late. That's too bad. When he said, fuck ancient aliens. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say, fuck ancient oh, aliens. Yes, he did. <laughs> we, I established that. Anyway, I established that. Listen, he's like a lawyer. Uh, if you want to send us some hate mail, you can do so at uh, jreepodcast at gmail.com. Dick Pitts at Kamar Babar. You can follow us on Instagram, jreepodcast. Um, you can send Kamar dick pics at Kamar Babar. You can follow me on Instagram at Floydy, F L O I D with five E's. Thank you again to all the new Patreon. You guys are amazing. Yeah, join the Patreon. It's. Uh, patreon.com slash let us know if you want to say your name um one went up one goes up tomorrow right who it's not sam tripoli that one already went up we got a new uh there's a new episode dropping gavin mckinnis maybe no we already did gavin it was uh it'll either oh it'll be brian i think it'll be number one yeah number one i think tomorrow the oh that's a really interesting guy choose for that she really i i chose gavin mckinnis no no that that was round 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 two kamar who did you choose for round two it was sam Sam tripoli i chose episode number one and you picked oh uh, Artie lang Artie lang Lang. yeah Artie lang that's a good one that'll be a good one but join the patreon guys because you're missing out yeah join the patreon if you care to if not we don't really give a shit if you're getting enough of us of, uh, yeah we <laughs> totally understand shit. i enjoy the free I shit loiters won't talk to you but besides that everything's normal yeah um anything else kamar oh kamar will be at mm-hmm. absolute comedy every monday this month showtime this whole month month of july every month monday of july every monday you can catch kamar at absolute comedy um making dreams come true yeah i guess that's it keep your eyes open kamar Yo. You you want to say goodbye? No? All right. Fuck it. That's it. Uh, Thanks for listening. And uh, stick around for the uh, post show. Goodbye.